Landmark Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. <coughs> Excuse me. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. Uh, this one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, May 1st. May Day, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. We ask that you check that out. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We like to read it, look at it. We might use it on the air. That's Real Mobile. 77031, but on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is back with us. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, our good friend Daryl Payne from Paw Affection Dog Training. He'll spend a good 30 minutes with us. So if you have some questions about the behavior of your dog, uh, at about 4 o'clock, we'll ask you to text them in or whatever. We'll put a couple of you on the uh, on the air with uh, with Daryl Payne, see if we can find some solutions to your canine's misbehavior. Then we got that uh, bonus round of closest to the pin because we've got Jack's audio file, so we are got to move things around. When Daryl comes in, we've got to move things around a little bit, but we won't get to them. We'll have that audio file. We'll, we will have that bonus round of closest to the pin. To the pin. We'll have the regular round of closest to the pin. No Fritz on the street today. He's dead. What? Yeah. He's got a bad tummy. Need another bad sea urchin or something. <laughs> so, and I put an all nighter in. What? Yeah, just, you know, my own mind just can meditate and meditate. Okay, what were the big stories over the past week? Oh. Think about this. And then, you know, I kind of have a list of things that I think are. Will be big news, and I'd say I'd, I'd 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 recite what's on that list, but I'm not giving anything away because, for all I know, Fritz might still have it for next week. No. So there you go. I oh. love the fact that you guys think about this game outside of work. That's why I'm leading <laughs> in points. No doubt about it. Damn it, he's right. This means the world to me. Nothing else does. It's only <laughs> Fritz on the Wait. streets. The whole meaning of life. I thought you said you didn't care anymore. I won in the past. I'll let you guys have it. I'll just chime in. Oh, it's like taking candy from a baby from the three of you. It's just, it's, you know. Yeah, I might just, you know. Somebody else should win. Uh, See, you can't even make up your mind. You can give me your points. That is absolutely Fine. correct. Nope. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. <laughs> So anyway, no Fritz on the street today. He's got a tummy ache or something's going on. 
Trots, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. So uh, there you go. Yep. Let's see what's happening. Uh, this came in yesterday, and I forgot all about it because I was talking about. I think I was talking about the um, Titusville Fire Department clown. Yes. So I didn't have time for this. Ember, Ember the clown. Yeah, with yeah. Titusville Fire Department as a clown. <laughs> what's so funny? That's not weird. Nothing. Is that weird? That's I love weird, a good right? Fire clown. Ember the clown. Yeah. Go to classrooms. Teach kids fire safety. And Jack brought That's up the, the point. Who would, you, who would you rather have come into the classroom? A clown or a firefighter? A firefighter. Of course, yeah. a firefighter. Yeah. Male or female makes no difference. You nope. go in there, you got the whole rig on. Of course. You got the helmet, you got the oxygen or air, the the, the tank, the, you know, the boots, That's the whole the whatever. Hero you you want got to... those baggy pants with the suspenders. And I'm not talking about clown pants, I'm talking about firefighter pants. Yeah. And the, <clears throat> the what, Ember? Not only that, there's more of a practical reason to have a firefighter in full garb because. If the first experience with a, a small child with a firefighter wearing the shield and the tank and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. is walking down your smoky hallway at your home, they may be frightened. Right. But at least they're used to seeing, they know what a firefighter looks like when he's fighting a fire. So maybe that would help them go to him in a time of danger. And I don't Ooh. know of anybody who has just an, an, an innate fear of firefighters, but there are a, there's a percentage of human beings who are afraid of clowns. We That's know true. that. We do know. Now, I don't know what it is. 1%, 10%, maybe more. So, you know, more power to them. That's I understand. a dopey idea. No, why I understand why they're doing it. No, I, you know, I don't want I like, you know, firefighters, they're good people. Of course. Fire departments, they save lives. They put out fires. They do good work. There's no question about it. Of course. You but, know, and I'm in person, I don't know who, I don't know that she's a firefighter. I don't think she's just a clown who says, "Hey, do you need a do you need a clown in your fire department?" I think she's a firefighter, and then went and did an extra course. They be, they actually have a a clown school. Stop it! They actually have a clown course. Yeah, at the firefighter school in Ocala. And okay. I understand. I mean, I understand that. I just don't. I'm still trying to come to terms with this. This is a marketing foul up. I don't know whose idea this was, but this is a, this is a mess. This is a disaster. Somebody somebody who came up with this at the table ought to you know, they said, "Oh, that's a good, Oh, wait a minute. Well, that's see, not somebody, a good idea." Maybe it was the chief and he's saying, "Everybody loves clowns." And everybody goes, "I'm not okay, going to argue. Chief, I got right, to okay. save my ammunition. This is not a battle, I, you know, I want to get into right now because they're all thinking not everybody loves clowns, Chief. This that's what they're thinking. That's the balloon coming out of the side of their uh-huh, head. Yeah. Not everybody loves clowns. Right, of course not. But he or she, whoever the chief is, maybe, just for conversation's sakes, this is a fantastic idea. Sure. So-and-so and so-and-so, she has volunteered. She's a great firefighter, and she's volunteered to be Ember the Clown. She is the symbol of the Titusville Fire Department. She's going to go out there everywhere. She's going to be in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. She's going to be at the downtown Titusville Shrimp Boil. You know, she's going to be, uh, you know, she's going to be in the car right behind Miss Titusville during uh, Titusville Historic Day Parade and all that stuff. You know, she's going to be on the fire engine. Okay. I don't know who gave the chief this idea. I don't know. I I don't know where it came from. His or her idea or if somebody suggested to him. At a cocktail party, wouldn't it be cute if you had the clowns go into the elementary school and talk about stop, drop, and roll and stuff? Okay, great. But I, you know, somebody has to speak truth to power, Jim, and somebody's got to say this is a dopey idea. What the hero, the hero you want to see in your classroom is the guy or the woman, man or woman, in the fire suit. You don't want to see a clown. Fire is not funny. (laughs) 
Maybe that's their tagline. No, Fire uh, is not funny. Fire's <laughs> not funny. She, she kept talking and she tripped over a gem there. I got to write that down. Fire is not funny. Fire is not funny. <laughs> no. I like it. Uh, that's it's that's the line of, of the day already. It's the name of the show today. Okay. The name of the podcast is <laughs> Fire is not funny. Fire is not funny. That's right. And I think that, you know, by making light of it, you know, st- don't play with matches, stop, drop and roll, all these very serious things you want the kids to take away from this, you don't send in a clown. It's not a joking matter. What if she's hot? It does. No, yeah, she's in a whole a hot... suit. She's in a There's whole... never been a clown that's hot. No, that's ridiculous. I dare you to find me oh, a photograph of any clown that's no. hot where you go, oh boy. He means temperature hot. Safe no. search. Oh, 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 no, no, no. When I was in L.A., oh, I went to oh. a uh, bar that specialized in yeah, strippers dressed as clowns. That's not, that's not the same thing. No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I found a That's hot clown, clown impersonation. That's not right. That's not right either. Well, don't impersonate a firefighter by sending in a clown. That's dopey. I find, but you could probably find some Cirque du Soleil, whatever, say that's a clown. I said, that's not a clown. No. Nope. That's a trapeze artist or a trampoline artist. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go. Anyway, I, you know. Don't try to yuck it up with fire. It's just ridiculous. Look, I'm, we're not trying to slam the Titusville Fire Department. It just came well, up. There was, I think, USA, Florida today's running a series. Oh, sure, because they're and, from over there. Yeah. Well, it was like 10 things you didn't know about Titusville. And their spokesperson in the fire department is a clown. Yeah, there's a photograph too, and well, that's the that's who they send to elementary school. I don't know that. Oh, I see. But I would imagine, yeah. But maybe they send a firefighter as well. You know, on the whole, whatever. I just see when, when so. the fire truck shows up at the school, I don't want to see a clown jump out of there. Of course, you know, <laughs> a little Volkswagen, you can have clowns come out. <laughs> fire. I stand by my Maybe comment. they, like, throw red streamers in the air. And yeah, then the water balloons oh, or something. No, they pretend it's a fire. <laughs> the you actual know, like, firefighter what? sprays them with a squirt gun. He's like, see, kids, fire is not funny. Fire's not funny. Got a big dandelion, you know, with the water squirting <laughs> out oh, of it. Oh, that's a... You pick whatever it is, that big flower big pin. Stream. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's the dumbest idea I ever heard. I'm sorry, not for nothing. But the fire t- engine is like a yeah. like a Volkswagen. Like a they pull up to a school and yeah, fifteen of them pile out of there. No, that's dopey too. <laughs> they pull the ladder. What's wrong out? with you people? <laughs> well, hi kids. I like it. Why now. are fire engines so red? <laughs> well, if somebody's pulling on your hose all day, you'd be red too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't make provocative jokes in the elementary school. What's wrong with you people? That's the kind of that's the representative I want to talk to. No, no, no. Yeah, but the six-year-old girls and the ten—that's like weird. You know, you want them to learn something from the fireman. No, oh boy. I I think this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> to you, I mean, really. remember, kids. Fire is not funny. Fire is not funny. That's right. I'm telling you, that's what the it message works. you want to go out of there from. You know, when you leave, when that fireman or woman leaves the play, firefighter, leaves that elementary school, oh, that's God. what they need to know. A couple other things to talk about as the afternoon wears on. Of course, Daryl Payne at four right after the news with Mo. Um, I might talk a little bit about Mo's got to get her uh, tooth drilled tomorrow. She's going to have that uh, Bill Cosby lip. Can you still <laughs> laugh at Bill Cosby stuff now knowing what he was found guilty of? Same thing maybe with Woody Allen. I don't know. It's where the and and this bear up in the springs that got in the car. How'd that bear get in the car? The car the bear tore it, it up. Op- you know the story. He opened it. it yeah. Op- oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure he did. The, man, yeah. the bear opened this SUV. Oh, okay. Sure he did. Well, maybe they had just brought in a lot of things from Costco, and the the trunk was still open. 
You know, because they had their arms Maybe. full of stuff. Maybe. And the bear got in. But the, but, ca- the bear didn't go up to a door handle and open up. Yeah, I'm the bear sorry. did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice well, try, everybody. It could have been one of those lift ones, not a push button one where you just lift the handle. You ever see a bear? Bear doesn't do walk around like this with his with his paws upside down. He's As like, I go, he's like, he's no. like, seriously, seriously. No, the bear not only got into the SUV, door but shut then behind him. It. Yeah, was, and locked it. Does behind. insurance cover that? Um, it no. destroyed every inch uh, of that, that interior. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Hello, well, yeah, Liberty Mutual here. No, we're not covering no, a bear thanks. ripping up the inside yeah. of your car. Dun, 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 you dun, left dun, the dun, door dun. open, didn't you? The lady on the table, she's like, here, bear, yeah. here, bear. You left the door open. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that he- Carol Payne from Paul Fection, our guest at four. First things first, the news. Here's Mo. Thank you, Jim. The Lottie Dob brought to you by Fox 35, the news station for bigger, bolder, better news coverage. Watch Fox 35 News at 10 with Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell right after your favorite Fox primetime shows only on Fox 35, the news station. We're number one. Again, I always like to start off with something positive if I can find anything. Yeah, that's right. And once again this year, Jim, the top domestic summer vacation destination in America is Orlando. That's based on bookings with AAA. surprising. Which says Orlando owes its popularity, of course, to the theme parks, proximity to the beaches. The rest of the top five. Orlando is one. Number two, Honolulu, Hawaii. Number three, Anchorage, Alaska. What? Number four, Seattle. And number five, L.A. slash Anaheim. Vacation spots, you said? Mm-hmm. Summer vacation destinations. Mm. Now, Alaska is beautiful in the summer, so that's probably the only time you can go. Yeah, they're oh, going Anchorage. there and they're shipping out from there. It's just mm-hmm. Anchorage is the... AAA also says that despite higher gasoline prices, nearly two-thirds of those planning that summer family trip yeah. are expected to be in an automobile. So they're driving anyway, even though the cost of gas is going up, 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 up. They're still getting it, packing everybody in the car. Thanks, Obama. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what did Romney do? Strap the, the dog to the roof, come down to Orlando. Number one spot in the nation, Orlando. Uh, residents in seven. What did he do when he strapped the dog to the roof? Didn't he strap the dog yeah, to the roof? Yeah, it was in he a cage. He strapped the dog though, to right? the Yeah, on the roof. On vacation, but I don't yeah. think that he drove to Orlando. No, I don't think. From Salt Lake City to Orlando with a dog so. on the roof? He probably didn't, no. Uh, no. Did he Gail cover Co- it, or did the dog get out of the wind? I don't know. Gail Collins. Yeah, with the uh, New York Times. Every time she writes anything about Romney, she always mentions whatever the dog it on the is. Roof. She always references <laughs> the dog on the roof. She throws it in there. Yeah, residents up in, in my neck of the woods, uh, my hometown for the last twenty five plus years, Seminole County. If you live up there, heed my call. You're being warned to watch out for bears. That's not the news bulletin though. Oh god! Now they say lock your doors, lock your doors if you park your car in the driveway. <laughs> Okay. Well, you ought to lock your doors anyway. Well, if you're in the garage, you don't have to lock the doors. The the garage, it's in the garage. 
Well, then why you lock your doors if it's in the garage? That's what I said. No, if you're parked in the driveway. Well, if you're, what I'm saying is, if you're parked in the driveway, you should lock your doors anyway. Yeah, oh, who I don't. Even, I don't. You leave don't it. lock your doors? No, I don't leave. Oh, anything. you have to. No. Why? Because I don't leave anything in there. Kids it's a go great around. way for your car to be stolen. Yeah, they go around and they, yeah, you're giving them access. And what are you then, doing? I don't leave anything then in there. Then get your weapons I don't, and your machete. Yeah. I don't have a the machete ignition in my car. to your car <laughs> is in there. And then they steal your spare change and pee in the cup holders. Yeah. 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 Then all of a sudden yeah. they got the registration, they got all the stuff, your life yeah. is all, just lock it. Holy they steal cow. Your don't you have an electronic locking system? Okay. Press a button and lock uh, it? That's it. You don't do that? better. God, I'm a little disappointed. Does your husband know this? Oh, he freaks. Uh, don't even say it. Don't say it out loud. Because he, you know. Did you lock it? Yep. Locked it. I'm and you didn't lock him. it? No. 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 Certainly no. This no, is no, like, no, no, like no, no, no. hey, before you I'm come telling. in, you have to change a tire. No, it's no. just press Boop. a button. That's all. Boop. That's it. And it goes beep, beep. That's it. Yeah, that's tough to do. I got my arms I full know. of stuff. Can be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. here's what I'll tell you, though. Residents in Seminole County, my hometown, are being warned to watch out for bears. The Florida Fish and Wildlife people say that adult female bear, obviously she was the smart one, and two younger bears, maybe her her offspring, cubbies, have been seen in long with the adult bear. Uh, they think is the one. The two other bears ran off with this uh, this story in Longwood, um, and got in the vehicle. Tore up the seats. How smart can she be then? Tore up the headliner. Well, she couldn't get out. Right. Yeah. She got in, couldn't get out. She ended up locking herself in the car behind. Uh, you know, behind her. Dumb she must bear. have sat on the door lock <laughs> or something and then was frantically flopping around. She had wires pulled out, all this kind of jazz. Ripped it apart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you see what it looked like? Yeah. I mean, what if you had, like, you know, a case of honey in there or something? Oh, Sure. I'm just saying. Who leaves a case of honey in their car? Well, who doesn't lock their car? I don't know. And you go to Costco a lot, so it's perfectly You've got smells. It's full of smell. It's got full of Costco smell. It's got Costco smell (laughs) all over that car. That's a good smell, my car. Yeah, Costco smell. I'm not saying it's a bad smell, but a bear's gone. Oh, I got the mother load here. Uh I will also tell you that they think um, the adult bear is believed to have also attacked a couple of dogs. And open this unoccupied parked SUV. Oh, it's got cubs. It's it's looking for food. It's looking to be protective. And it freaked out because the door slammed behind. Whoops. What happened there? My mambo <laughs> thumb. Oh, sorry. I meant to hit my bear sound effect. I'm sorry. Residents are, number one, encouraged to keep your pets indoors, not just let them trot around. And that guy is back to walking his dog on my block with no leash. Unbelievable. I told, Incredible. I told him the next time I see you, Mr. Man, Wait. calling animal control. Are you gonna You're not going to call animal no. control because yes, the yes, guy's I, walking. Maybe he, big, no, maybe he knows his, his dog isn't going to attack you. Just like you know no one's going to break into your car, so you yeah. leave it unlocked. Yeah, maybe no bear is coming around because that dog is off leash, and a bear, most for the most part, dog doesn't want to get around a big dog. Uh, a bear doesn't want to get around a big dog like that. Mm-hmm. Lock your vehicle You're going to go up to him and say... Guess what, Bob? I already told him once. I'm calling animal control. I have pictures, too. I take pictures every time I see him with no leash. He used to carry uh, a um, a Publix bag in, with the under the auspices of he's picking up the duty. He doesn't do that anymore. Now, Well, you don't do that. Well, no. So I don't mind that. I don't care about the duty. But then he, when he had no leash on, now we carry it around him as a, like a scarf. Like you wear to the Lions game, he would like Orlando City. He wore the leash around his neck. Like oh, I thought he was wearing a Publix bag around his. No, neck. No, no, he wears the leash 
around his neck. The dog is trotting every which way. The dog has terrorized other pets. The dog has terrorized kids in the neighborhood. It has gotten into scuffles with kids in the neighborhood. And I asked him, I said, can you please do me a favor? I'm afraid of you, the dog. Yeah. And what my, did he wear? My dog, it... I, first I was nice. I said, can you please? Okay. I was nice. I said, please, can you please put the leash, the dog? Now you're wearing it as a necklace. I said, at least you're bringing the leash. Thank you for that. But can you please put the dog on the leash? And what I, does he say? And he says, oh, well, I don't like I don't like to live in a neighborhood like that. I said, well, that's what we have here. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. I said, if you want to live out, in, you know, if you want to live out in the in the boonies, maybe they don't have leash laws. But unfortunately, our our neighborhood has a leash law. Our county has a leash law, and you got to put this dog on on a, a lead. And he is. I don't think this is how the conversation really went. I don't I think it's absolutely reasonable and nice. I did. I'm, I'm swear to God. BS. I swear to God, I'm reasonable. My husband, not so much, because he I'm went out punch there. You. He's, he's taking, a saint. He's taking video of. Um, oh come on! <laughs> oh, this yeah, is yeah, for yeah. the cops. You're gonna call the cops. You're gonna, no, call, I'm gonna animal call control. Animal control. I and told what do you him, expect them to do? Stop it. Stop him from walking the dog on a, without a leash. So they're going to come in. They're going to confiscate that dog and, no, d- and do what? Care. Put him in the shelter? I don't know. Because you know, at first he used oh. to when he was younger. The dog was younger. Look at the dog farm. Here's li- listen to this. Oh, no. He used to when the dog was younger, and it's a big, big, big dog. And the dog, he he wanted it to get exercise, and he didn't want to run it, you know, or wh- whatever. He didn't go to perfection, right? So he just decides to run the dog. Up and down. He would drive his car, and the dog would be tearing up the street and then tearing back the street, and he would run this dog in everybody's front yard, tearing up next to his owner's car vehicle. It was ridiculous, like absolutely mishuggy. And so now... Describe it like it's a herd of cattle roaming roaming through the neighborhood, tearing up everybody's lawn. We don't live in a place... You know, Daryl describes sometimes... Are there any other... Everybody's complaining. Everybody, if they they walk their dogs on a leash and they see me, they yeah. said, "Look out! What's his name has no leash again?" Because I now become the voice box for uh, the name. Say this is what uh, we'll continue this conversation. I got news for you. Well, here once you get Daryl's card, you. you get Daryl's card when he comes in, and you hand hand the card over to over to this Call guy. Call this guy. All right, more news with Mo Daryl Payne from Paw Affection at the top. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Orlando City returns home to play host to the Real Salt Lake this Sunday. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. Questions ready? Daryl Payne from Paul Affection, our guest at 4. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Oh, yes. Today is May 1st. We flip the page on the food days. And May today, day. Yeah, May Day. Dance International around. Workers' Day. Dance around the Maypole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have very fond memories of doing that in the studio across the street, uh, you know, down the hall. That was my first May Day here. <laughs> and you was so that? That was 1998. Well, it's a celebration of spring. It's a celebration of you know planting, you know, all that. But you, it's also we had crepe paper. Socialists, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is their day as well. You right. had crepe paper attached to a light bulb changer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long pole with a light bulb changing device on the end, but you put crepe paper and you guys danced around the. Otto and I, and who else? Uh, Brian. Oh, Brian the intern. Was it Brian or was it? It uh, was Brian Brian and you. It was the four of you. And I, it was one of my first times on air doing the play by play. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Workers of the World Unite. That's right. Power to the people. Uh, Today, May 1st, 2018, and today is National Chocolate Parfait Day. Yeah. And what does that mean? Pudding? Pudding, pudding with, with layers cream. of something. And yeah, yes, pudding, whipped cream, 
pudding, whipped cream, layers. You're not going wrong. You have to have the you have to have right? the glass though for it. You have to have the a clear glass. glass that sort of flares out at the top Correct. sometimes. Vroom, I vroom, think vroom, so, vroom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, today's national chocolate, not vanilla parfait, not butterscotch. I like kind. butterscotch. Not strawberry. Nothing. Mm. It's chocolate parfait day. That's it. I think that's the classic parfait. Parfait. I don't know. Alan, don't call here. Grayson is wants his old job back. Uh, he announced yesterday he's going to run for the District 9 seat that he held from 2013 to 2017. He left the House to run member for the Senate, but that didn't work out so hot. Right. Um, his wife then ran and was defeated by the current incumbent, Democrat Darren Soto. Democrat, right? Yes. Most Forget definitely. about it, Alan. Don't He's a waste Democrat. your time. You're not going to get the old Democrat out of I mean, I'm schools. not getting involved, and I'm just... <laughs> Alan Grayson saved our schools. Uh, it, it ain't going to be happening for you, Alan. I'm telling you right now. Nobody wants the old goat. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know, maybe no, he they made, He made a fool out of himself too many times. <laughs> With posters and things. No, and... He just made a fool out of himself, you know. Well, he certainly didn't Talk mince about words. about clown. He didn't mince words. Go over to Titusville. Go to the fire department see if you can get a job. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, they also need a, a spokesperson for motorcycle safety, not just fire safety. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, the DMV, yeah. is reminding all of us, whether you drive a car or truck, whatever, watch out for those folks on motorcycles. Uh, they call it Share the Road Month, which is this month, May. Yeah. They want residents to know some sobering statistics. In 2016, bikers accounted for 17% of all Florida traffic deaths. I love motorcycles. I used to have a Super couple of them. I had one in college. Scary. I had one when I was uh-huh. in, you know, had a Harley. When I, nowadays... I mean, I think they're great, uh, but she's uh, being on the roads in this town. Scare them. It's bad enough just driving a car. Here's the worst part. For the last three years, Florida's had the highest number of motorcycle fatalities in the nation. So here's where we need a spokesperson. Save. Oh, it's this town. Part of, the, part of it's this town. And, people and drive in like Florida, crap. They, they yeah. do. I mean, uh-huh. it's just, uh, well, you know, because uh, the people, I've said it many times before, I'm not going to back away from it. You have a lot of people in this town come from third world nations. you got a lot of people that come from oh, cities island. up in the northeast. Yeah. They never drove a car or rarely did because they had mass transit, which we do not have. Right. So they have to have a car to get around. They can't drive for crap. And uh, it's uh, you talk about defensive driving. That's the way you have to be around this town anymore. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Share the road. It's it's share the road month. Look, keep on the lookout. You know, like be uh, forewarned is forearmed, right? Uh, let's see. Adult film star Stormy Daniels. Jim is suing President Trump for defamation over a tweet that he blabbed out earlier this week. Typed out, I guess. Daniels, Stormy Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford. Claims she's been harmed by all these presidential tweets and his reply to a tweet in which he he called a sketch of the man that she says threatened her years ago out in Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, He says that sketch was a total con job. She claims, Stormy claims, that Trump's comments basically accuse her of making up a story or intimating that she's a liar. I don't know if that rises to the level of... It has exposed her to ridicule and violent threats. Mm. Uh, She says she was approached out in L.A. by a man who warned her to be silent about her alleged sexual Mm -hmm. encounter with Trump in 06. She says that man at the time suggested something bad could happen to her and her cute little baby would have no mother. I question whether that rises to the level of defamation. By calling her she, a liar? She's a public figure now. now there's no is. question yeah, about it. You know, and there's a there's a standard, you know, if you're a public figure, there's 
Yeah, I don't know. No? No. Do I think it's a legitimate defamation lawsuit based on my one semester <laughs> of law school? Yeah. I would venture to say, Your Honor, no, it does not. All right, well. I'm not here. to say that her other lawsuits, civil suits against the president, are, uh, I think they're Listen, just counsel- illegal. Counselor, but this, nah, this I, is not. Counselor, I have some other requests for information here. What do you think about this story? I say. <laughs> Foghorn, Leghorn. Uh, president Trump's longtime New York doctor, that guy with the crazy hair and, you know, Harold Bornstein is his name. Remember him? He was like. That his real hair? Is that a wig? No, that's his real hair. Is he the new VA chief? No, he's not. But he claims that the president's bodyguard, Keith Schiller, and an attorney raided his office and seized all of Trump's medical records. Dr. Harold Bornstein told NBC that the bodyguard um, and the lawyer, the bodyguard we know is Schiller, the, the attorney was Alan Garten, and a third man was also with them, took the records without any documentation and without permission. What's he yakking about it now for? This is when? He says he felt raped, frightened, and sad during the raid. Dr. Bornstein told NBC the raid happened in February. What is he squawking about it now? 2017, right after Bornstein's interview. And Keith Schiller, who was the president's bodyguard, he wasn't a federal agent. He wasn't part of the Secret Service. You can't just go. What is that all about? Stuff rifle through their papers and stuff. Uh, Bornstein told NBC the raid happened uh, soon after that interview when he said Trump took medication Propecia for hair growth so that he would have lots of lovely locks. He revealed he hopes to be now. Maybe then, prostate problems. I because you take that's what it's for. That's for originally Keisha, I think what it was for. For what? For problems with the man's problem with the with his prostate gland. Then they figured oh. out that uh, men who were taking it were growing hair. Well, I think I may be way off. On all right. That well, one. I don't know. I didn't I go to medical school. I went to law school. I understand. It turns out that that Doctor Bornstein, the New York doctor said he really was hoping to be named White House physician. <laughs> but an aide called after he made that first story where he talked about all this weird stuff, uh, called after that appeared and said, forget it, you're out. Now you uh, got the other uh, guy turned out to be, apparently, oof, talk about him. him. The candy man. Yeah, but they, he had, you know, he had the had fruit salad and all those medals, medals and ribbons and the admiral, rear admiral and the... I know. Boy, mm-hmm. looks good. Got a uniform, got the hat. Mm-hmm. He did. He had a nice hat, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he looked at him and said, oh, yeah, all right. I can." And then all of a sudden you find he's panning out pills and crashing cars or so. The story was reported and this and that, whatever. You know, drunk on the job. My God. President, no, that never <laughs> happens around here. <laughs> Nobody ever now, does anything like that around here. We're never drunk on the job. Now, we might hand out some pills. Yeah, that's right. But we're not drunk on the job. I think we've shared some. Never mind. Moving along, shall we? President Trump is slamming the leak of about 48 questions by special counsel Robert Mueller's team in the Russia investigation. Aren't they now reporting, though, it came out of the White House? Yes, but Trump well, doesn't care about that. Don't. He's still, like, uh, you know, he's doing a Twitter storm. I'm going to say a bad word. Trump calls it disgraceful that this all went out. He went on to say, oh, I see. This is tweeting. You have a made-up phony crime collusion that never existed and an investigation begun with illegally leaked classified information, period. Nice! Exclamation point. There is no legal definition for collusion, but there is one for conspiracy. These are questions... I'm going to get them on conspiracy. These are questions that the special counsel wants to ask Trump, focusing on his communication with Russia and possible obstruction of justice. You talk to another individual, your son-in-law, or, or General Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, General Kelly uh, Flynn. Flynn. 
and uh, talked about this or that, and you talked about committing a crime that's conspiracy. Kelly's going to be out soon, no? Yes, that's what they say. After he got, what is he, Hold calling the idiot. president an idiot? Yes. <laughs> now, a- yeah, but they're now thinking he may head over to do, uh, to uh, be in charge of the VA. Oh. Well, knowing that he called the president an idiot, he's going to give him another job? I don't know. He probably has, you know, he has. Well, don't know. You know, they're protecting one another, that's all. Mm. Yeah, don't talk about you. You don't talk anymore about me. I'll give you the job of the VA. It's the second largest bureaucracy. You're going to get out there, uh, General Kelly, help a lot of vets. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great job. Oh, speaking of veterans, uh, well, I'm not sure if people who play for the Army football team are veterans, but um, you have to be in the Army to go to play for Army. Or you go to West Point. Oh, to be in the Army. No. Play for Army, like in the Army Navy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a cadet at West Point. Oh, you. So then you are in the military. Okay, so. Yes. Yeah, but you're not a vet because you're not you're a vet. Not, somebody you're not who wasn't over, it. Right. Uh, President, uh, the Trumpster. Okay, we're talking back to the President Trump. He's honoring the Army football team. The U.S. Military Academy yeah. earned the Commander in Chief trophy. My cousin by- Freddie went to West Point. Really. Freddie Fogue. Freddie Fogue, yeah. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he earned the, the, the Army, the, the Military Academy, West Point, earned the Commander-in-Chief trophy by winning the most games in head-to-head competitions with other military academies. Mm. In a White House ceremony today, Trump said it's been more than 20 years since Army was able to take home that trophy. The president called the West Point Academy legendary. It was very nice. He loves Pretty all that. Pretty cool place to visit. Pomp and circumstance. You know who loves pomp and circumstance. And that's why we're coming up on a military parade in about six months down the streets of our nation's capital. That was something nice about President Trump. You're welcome. Thanks, <laughs> Janet. That's a fact, Jack. That's a fact, Jack. No, no military parade complete without that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Actress Ashley Judd is suing Harvey Weinstein for allegedly sexually harassing her and damaging her career. Mm-hmm. She claims the disgraced film producer got back at her for refusing his sexual advance- advances in the 90s by telling the casting directors for Lord of the Rings movies that she was horrible to work with. Ashley Judd says the alleged comment convinced the directors not to put her in the movies wow. and also restricted her ability to find other work. Her lawsuit also claims uh, it, it includes information from Uma Thurman, Salma Hayek, and other actresses who say Weinstein threatened to harm their careers also if they turned down his sexual advances. He's a piece of work, wasn't it? The 66-year-old creepy guy is facing multiple other suits from actresses accusing him of sexual harassment and assault. He's also currently under investigation in New York, in Los Angeles, and in London, in the UK. And well, I... Can- uh-huh. Get yeah. off. Pip, yeah, we pip. don't want him here, we don't. Get the ball, get off of me. An iconic American guitar company is filing for bankruptcy. The Gibson brand, which makes Baldwin pianos as well, I didn't know that, filed for Chapter 11 this week asking for protection from creditors so it can come up with a deal and figure out how to stay in business. Really? The Gibson Guitar Company and the Baldwin Piano Company. It's iconic. One of, of course. I was reading in that uh, story about uh, Ember the Clown in Titusville. Ten things you didn't know about Titusville. Apparently, there's a a really well-known guitar maker over in uh, Titusville. Springsteen has used a whole bunch of people have go there. Well, the uh, Gibson Company. Fascinating. The the Gibson Mm. Company cites a devastating financial fail in its filing. 
Uh, they have provided guitars to some music legends, including Elvis, Keith Richards, and B.B. King. What about Les Paul and Mary Ford? I don't know them. All right. There's a Les Paul guitar, but is it a Gibson? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Oh, it's a Gibson Mm -hmm. Les Paul. I'm not a guitar man. I see. But you know Les Paul and what's her name? Mary Mary Ford. Ford. Yeah, her. You know the toy maker Hasbro? Yes. They are spending more than half a billion dollars to buy the Power Rangers and other children's stuff. The $20 million cash and stock deal between Hasbro and Saban Entertainment is part of Hasbro's efforts to recover from last year's bankruptcy at Toys R Us. Hasbro and Saban... Signed a deal earlier this year for the toy maker to design, produce, and market a wide range of toys and role-playing items based on the Power Rangers. Hasbro's been exploring entertainment partnerships or acquisitions for at least four years. Power Rangers? Yeah, remember them? Yeah, is that anything anymore? Mighty Power I don't know. Ranger. Well, yeah. I know that, but... It still does something. I don't know. It was after my time, so I never watched I it. My kids watched yeah. it. I know C-Lane is a big fan. I think he has the outfits. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's got most of them. Does he have the red one? And the pink. Well, duh. Oh, I didn't the know. The only one he doesn't have is black. Mm. It's hard to come by, is it? Oh, yeah, it's very rare. Mm-hmm. Especially in his size. Stop it. What does that mean? He's very small. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I told you yesterday, and it happened. NSYNC now is officially a member of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Finally. And indeed, all five of them showed up. They had a big celebration, but boy, could you hear the screaming from the girls miles away. It was something to behold. Girls. What were girls screaming for? They were screaming for Justin and for Chris and for all Wouldn't these the girls now be about 30 years old? Yeah, 20 to 30. Maybe, but they still... That's, they, they even had younger ones out there. They were screaming hmm. memes. Yeah. Maybe the daughters. Yeah, the Justin Timberlake, I might scream too. He's See, cute. That's what I'm telling he you. I also found it I very know. kind of adorable that they put mm. the NSYNC star really close to? to the other boy band. So it's like a boy band little uh, I don't far. Like that. NSYNC I, was far superior. I don't know any of that. They're the best? I don't know. I didn't I mean, I always heard the names, but NSYNC, the most popular of all the boy bands. I, I think technically. Boys back- to men, what about them? Mm. I'm not just asking. I'm not, I'm not voting for them. I I'm think just... Backstreet Boys sold more albums, but NSYNC was number one in New everyone's New Kids on heart. the Block. Who danced better? Ooh. Backstreet who, had, who had the best choreography? Mm-hmm. Backstreet Boys. O-Town. 98 Degrees. Oh, what about O-Town. Menudo? Oh, oh who can forget Ricky Martin Menudo? Again? I'm just asking. I'm getting up cheese. Build Let's, a wall. Hey, back off. America makes its own boy band. <laughs> oh, see? Yeah, those. Right. In this administration. Who else was out there? Uh, yeah, new kids on degrees. the block. Yeah, ninety-eight degrees. New kids on the block. Mario boys, Mark. boys to men. Two men. Boys right? to men. Yeah, Marky I think I said Mark boys in the hood. Bunch. Boys to men. Boys to men. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark wasn't necessarily no. a boy band, though. Uh, you don't know. No, I do. No, he was. No, no, uh-uh. it's not right. He just had dancers in the background. His yeah. brother was in the boy band. Right. All right, oh. just asking. That's all. All right. The Wahlberg. We'll check with Daryl Payne when he comes in. See which boy band he liked the best. All right. I, I reckon he'll say in sync. Why? Because they were number one in everyone's hearts. Oh, did you ever watch the show 13 Reasons Why? No. Why what? Watch the first episode. What is it? Uh, it's that Netflix uh, drama. About the girl um, that committed is, suicide. Uh, the girl that committed suicide. It was so controversial on one hand and yet super popular on another hand. Because was that they... show on Netflix you started watching? Yeah. Lost in Space or Altered Yeah, Carbon? I started watching that. Yeah. Then I think I 
had too many Ambien and I fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> it's loosely related to the original series. The names are the same, but it's a different I can't story. Watch it. Where's, the where's, ro- where's the robot? Where's the robot? Where's Dr. Smith? Where's uh, where's uh, you well, know, everybody in their short skirts? What's par- going on Apparently here? you didn't make the end of the first episode. Do you know who the, 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 the female uh, oh, star God. is? Yes. And the other show she was in? Not. House of Cards. Parker Posey? The one who's the mother. Robin oh, Wright. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. no, no. Not Robin the Wright. redhead. Yeah, no, I immediately the one who's the knew congresswoman. That. Yeah, she was in the House of Cards, but Parker Posey's also in it as well. Well, no, Parker Posey. But, Mo, what happened with uh, 13 Reasons Why? Because it was controversial because they felt some felt without the proper guidance, set up guidance, it, yeah. set up, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it would right. glorify suicide. I, well, yeah, they, set the a pr- they now have a second season ready to debut. They have a premiere date set for the next season, second season of 13 Reasons Why. The second season, too, yeah. um, which, interestingly enough, is produced by Selena Gomez, will air May 18th, coming up a couple Fridays from now. 13 Reasons Why. Jim follows the story of a girl in high school who commits suicide and all the classmates that drove her to it. Uh, and she left tapes for each one. Each one was a reason. You didn't talk about the Tony nominations. What's going on? Oh, yeah. What's up? Hello. Broadway. Spring season. We'll get to that later. Guess, uh, we happy, gotta... happy birthday today to Tim oh. McGraw. Oh. Tug's brother. He's 47. Tug's son. Tim okay, McGraw. Okay, Tug's son. He's related somehow. <laughs> it's his son. Okay. Uh, Tim McGraw, know. come on. 52. Nope. 50. Uh... Pinky and Jack Split, he's 51. Oh, yeah. points. Okay, uh, speaking, happy, happy birthday. speaking of clowns, uh, Judy yes. Collins. Oh, both sides now. Send, Send in, in the, the clowns. clowns. Get it? Got it. Send mm-hmm. in the clowns. I don't know. You go first. Okay, I, I will say 82. Ooh. 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 80. Oh. No, 81. No, doesn't work for me. Mo, wake up. Jim, 79. <laughs> Right? You said 80, right? I had I a hard time 80. doing the math. There. I was trying to figure happy it out. Like, wait, I thought somebody was going to get a split, but it didn't work that way. Maybe you could, um, maybe you could do the math before the start of the program, I just have, so no, well, we don't have any then, dead air. We'll give you a calculator. Then you'd have to guess. I don't know. Ray Parker Jr., the guy who sang Ghostbusters. Who are you going to okay. call? Happy birthday to Ray Parker Jr. He's 62. Oh, I know the news junkie played this on the show today, and I didn't hear this. 64. They played on the, the song dot right there. Oh, on the dot, it's 64. Oh, oh, okay. oh, so he knew he and knows. also knew that they played it. Suspicious. No, they played the song for a different reason. You don't know. I do know. I was listening. And that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Moira. Going to move things around a little bit. Usually after the top of the hour, it's a bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. But Daryl Payne, our good friend from Paul Affection Dog Training, is coming in. So we'll spend the next 30 minutes or so talking about problems with your dog and how to uh, fix that. That's next on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio 12th Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month, Daryl Payne from Paul Faction Dog Training comes in to answer your questions related to uh, your dog's ill behavior. 
Got a problem with your uh, canine? This is uh, the place to call. We'll put some people on the air, maybe take some uh, text questions as well. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, nice to be here. You're going across the pond pretty soon. Oh, That's yeah. why we like that. We've oh, heard my it going. God. Really? So I did, I did oh, hear boy. the atrocious English accents earlier. I think they're pretty <laughs> good uh, yourself. I think they're he just... He they're atrocious, though. I think they're absolutely marvelous. You could think they're marvelous, but he said they're atrocious. No. <laughs> no, what's he know, Dan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's going on here? I'm going to have to school you two. <laughs> no, if I school you first with my head about your face, I will. <laughs> Like a drunk Canadian who used to live in England for a while. <laughs> That's oh what I was going God. for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got it. You, you Perfect impression. It. Good job. Perfect. Spot on. Uh-huh. How you been? Everything okay? Good? Yeah, good. Yeah, I got horribly burnt the other day. I'd, um, what? You got what? Burnt. burnt. What do you mean burnt? Sunburnt. Oh, you got sunburnt. Oh. Sunday. Sunday. I, I was going to get the drive cleaned, and the guy wanted $300, and I thought, no way. I'm going to do that myself. Well, four hours into it, I really regretted that decision. And six hours into it, I was like a lobster on the beach. Oh, I got fried. My skin was purple. That's bad. Oh. Yeah, it's stupid. Not good well. for you. Were you oh, out no, there with a pressure washer? Yeah. Oops. Yeah. And no hat? No, no top either. Oh, my God. No top? Don't tell Penny. I got Shirtless. hot. Well, you know, with the pressure washer, you get the spray and it cools you down. It's like you being, don't notice it's like being in Hawaii. Penny got so burnt in Hawaii when we were there. Because we were snorkeling and where the trade winds yeah, came yeah, in, yeah, you yeah, thought, well, yeah. that'll cool you down. Sure. No, she fainted mm-hmm. in the uh, elevator. She was she was so sunburned. <laughs> Penny, like has a, Penny has an amazing capacity to fall downstairs. Yeah, she's, 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 yeah, she's an Olympic class falling and falling sleepwalking mm-hmm. and well, in the house like she's that. in at the moment in England, they've taken the banisters off. So, goodness knows what's going to happen. <laughs> My goodness gracious! All right. Uh, so, if you have any questions Sorry, related to your dog's behavior, uh, just text us at Real Mobile seven seven zero three one, or give us a call at one eight hundred whatever the telephone number is, and we'll get you on the air with. Uh, no, that's with not helpful. Whatever the number Mo's is. Mo's got a problem with her neighbor. Her neighbor <laughs> uh, refuses, declines to walk the dog on a leash. Oh, on a leash. Yeah, and it's a big ass dog too. Right. And I've asked nicely. My husband's asked nicely. I've taken photos of the dog with no leash. Now he's taken, the owner has taken to wearing it as a... Um, Accoutrement. Yeah, a fashion accessory. Well, around the dog. It. You waste the dog as No, no, no. Oh. The leash. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. At first he didn't have any. Now what kind he, of dog is this? It's just a big, big mutt. A big, big animal. I don't know. It's huge. It scares the dogs in the neighborhood. That It scares the kids in the neighborhood. And it's, it's, got, it's not on his land. No, he's walking up and down our well, then block. He's, then he's committing an offence under Correct. Seminole State Law. And I've uh, been very, County Law. I've been very nice, and I've asked him to please put the dog on a leash. And he says, okay. And uh, then he doesn't. And I said, you know, really, your dog sort of scares me and scares my dog. Can you please put the dog on a leash? Don't make me call animal control. That's what I've resorted uh, see, to that's, now. Yeah, but then, then, then my husband's you do a taking phone movies. Yeah, but up. people get defensive when you. That's it. He you didn't know, care. That's a th- well, he doesn't. He still care. doesn't have the dog on well, a leash. Well, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't care. But then when it's a, you know, it's not an implied threat. It's a threat. Yeah. And people get. No, oh, I'll show you. You know. Yeah, people the, the thing are. is, with with dogs off leash, why don't you just call the you know animal control yeah. without saying anything to it? Him. It causes mm-hmm. problems for owners and dogs alike because it's your worst nightmare. You've got your dog on a leash, especially if your dog is a little yeah. bit sparky around other dogs. My dog something is come, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, something coming running towards it is going to be defensive. Now, sure. there's a couple of things which um, are worth thinking about. One, that it is against the law to have your dog off leash at large in a public place or a private place you don't you don't own. Um, so that's a specific offence which animal control can deal with or the police can deal with. Um, the other one is that if, even if the dog doesn't bite you, if the dog causes you fear and your actions in trying to avoid that dog 
end up causing you injury. So you run trip over the curb. Then you you can sue for it. There was there was a guy who um, uh, dog ran down. He had an invisible fence. The dog came running down. He didn't realize. He jumped back and got hit by the mirror of a truck as it came oh, by the back of the head. Yeah, called him massive da- uh, brain damage. Six million dollars that cost the um, the owner. So let me ask you a question. Ooh. <clears throat> so uh, and I'm not. I mean, I understand people. Uh, some people are afraid of dogs, and 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 should be. Why not? So what's the best thing you can do, whether you're walking your dog, you know, this person doesn't want to put him on a leash. You want to put him on a leash or there's dog running around for whatever reason, dog gets loose, not a, not a good dog. Is there anything you can do walking your own dog or just walking as a pedestrian or as a jogger? Can you carry anything? I mean, dogs seem to me to be, they pick up on that. You know, you're walking with a, a walking stick or, you know, just a big something in your hand. It's my observation that dogs pick up on that. And they'll they'll stop short. Uh, they, they may do, but the thing is, it's a, it's I don't a take a chance. It's that. a career decision, you know. They they come. Well, what do you do to, then? Well, I they mean, come if, hurtling to wheels. All right. Well, I'm going to jog. Mind. I don't know what's going to happen to me. So, but and there's a well, chance that some dog's going to chase me or come after me. Or hmm. I'm walking my my own dog and another dog. Cut, what do you what do you, what do you what do you do? Well, so you don't do you don't shoot them. Right. Because Thank you. I would that, not do that. That's very dangerous because you can miss and ricochets and everything else. Um, let me tell you that I trained a guy from the Florida Highway Patrol, and he always used to carry a can of his uh, riot mace with him mm. wherever he went to use that. Now, you could use bear spray because you're entitled to defend yourself and your dog if, if, um, if you're going to or your dog's going to suffer great bodily harm. So bear spray, pepper spray, something like that. Something that's non-lethal but is going to just get the dog's attention. Things like air horns and stuff like that, they may work, they may not. And if they don't, it's a bit late to realize that when the dog is It's you already know, tussling with your you. dog or tussling with you. Yeah. And yeah. so really something which is uh, will project some kind of um, non-lethal, noxious stuff. Right. But that, that would be my choice. I have a red can of something, you know, that helps hardly when my yeah, dog. Yeah, that's just air. And, and, so, and that will work with some dogs, and it won't work with others. I see. So it, it's not the time. It's a bit like, you know, a bit like using something on a bear, you know, that might work and might not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit late when you realize it doesn't work. And, so, and, you're and be aware whereas, of which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, whereas, you know, pepper right. spray, something like that, or bear spray has got more of a, uh, more a, of direct, a range on it. Uh-huh. You know, right. So something like that would, would keep you safe, but. You know, I mean, we need to all live together, and these people need to get their dogs on leashes. Before we put Scott on the air, what's the uh, telephone number for Paul Faction if people want to utilize your services? It is 407-406-1066. We'll get some more information about Paul Faction. First things first. Scott, you're on the air with uh, Daryl Payne from Paul Faction. Go ahead. Yes, uh, my question is, uh, we have a new puppy. He's about, I don't know, about 12 weeks old, and... We bring him outside, tire him out, and as soon as he comes in is when he does his business. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. I you have say had... tire him out or tie him up? No, tire him out. No, tire him out. Okay. Tire all right. Try tying him up, sir. No, no, that's not good advice. Don't listen to that. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like he's got into the habit of, of coming indoors and going to the bathroom because perhaps it's, um, it's just more comfortable for him there. He may have his spots in there that he goes to. Um so for a start with puppies inside, you don't allow them the free range of the house until they are potty trained. You keep them um, secured in areas where where you can supervise them or in their crate if, if you're not supervising them. Um, but you don't give them the whole access to the house. 
dining rooms are normally the place to get it. Uh, they'll go in there and go under the under the table. And and when they when they start going somewhere, they'll smell their own um, pee in there, and it will trigger that response. So he may be in the habit of it. Now the other thing that could happen is because you're going out there with him, you are his entertainment. Mm-hmm. So when you go outside, he's more interested in playing with dad and having a good time, and he's not thinking about going to the bathroom. He's he's distracted. So okay. one of the best things you can do is when you put him out to go to the bathroom is put them outside, as long as it's secure, put him outside yeah. on his own. Because huh. then, then he's bored. He goes out there, he has a sniff around, he's got nothing else to do, so he's like, well, I'll pee and poop. As long as you're distracting him, yeah. What, you let him out on... You let your dog out her own. No, I'm talking about me personally. Catherine takes you out, leaves you there on your own. And then you go on your own. Don't we all? Or am I missing something? (laughs) So when we're we're sort of, we take take puppies outside and we're waiting for them to go to the bathroom and then we're we're making a lot of fuss and all the rest of it. Um, Yeah, it's telling them they're doing a good job, except you are the distraction. And often they will come in and then they'll go, oh, I didn't pee. Well, I'll just go in the dining room here. There we go. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate (laughs) the question. Take a little break. We'll come back. More questions if we have them. Uh, with Daryl Payne from Paul Faction Dog Training on the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a Tuesday, every Tuesday, of course, every first Tuesday of the month. Daryl Payne from Paul Faction Dog Training comes by. Once again, the number for perf- perf- Paul Faction is 407-456-1066. Here's Alisa. Uh, is that your name? Uh, Alyssa, yeah. Alyssa, go ahead, Alyssa. Question for Daryl Payne. Hi, yes, I have a five-and-a-half-year-old miniature pincher mix, and she's a very, very sweet dog, but she has one really annoying habit. She likes to lick people's faces, and yeah. I cannot get her to stop. And it's been like this since she was a puppy. Yeah. I've tried saying no and doing like that uh-uh-type noise, which is her no noise. I've tried completely ignoring it and letting her lick my face with no reaction to see yeah. if that would make her stop. And I've tried um, even, like, getting up and walking away or blocking her. And she just, she really, really likes to lick people's faces. And All right. it's kind of gross. Happy dog. <laughs> Love you, dog. All right, let's try to yeah. get an answer. Thanks, Alyssa. So I've got this image of you walking around the house with this dog attached to your face, though. <laughs> Keep going when you're, when you're walking away. Dogs are licking oh. your face because they like the taste or it's affection or what are they doing? Uh, it can be submission. They like to, the, the more submissive dog will lick at the, um, uh, the more dominant and they'll lick at that. Okay. Um, sometimes they'll clean you. Sometimes they just like the, um, the taste because they like uh, body fluids. They're disgusting, really. They like um, salt. So yeah. if you've been sweating, so you've been out for a run, you come back, they like to lick the salt. Doesn't they, bother they, me. Now, when ugh. you really think about what dogs are doing with their tongue, you might, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Well, they love earwax. They, they All right, earwax we're good now. Okay. It's just a dog. It's a dog licking your face. Oh, you a good oh boy. I hate that. But, oh, yeah. uh, come on. In all honesty, sure. the old thing about, problems. oh, the, you know, the dog's mouth is the cleanest place, it really isn't. Um, it's filthy. If you get bitten by a dog, actually, you've got more... Uh, risk of infection than anything else. Worse than a cat? Yeah. I heard yeah. the cats Well, the cats, the, the cats go deeper because they've got sharper teeth, so they've got little needles. All right. But so the, what does she do about a right. dog licking? Um, well, you, you've got to uh, find something the dog... face licking. Yeah, <laughs> dog licking. Um, something the dog doesn't like. Now, that can be a water spray or a, an air spray or something. Keep mm-hmm. it out of sight. But as soon as she starts to, um, to lick, squirt her straight in the face with the water. Um, so there's a consequence to it. But don't let her see you doing it. Just you know, make, make it come out of nowhere. So if it's a noise or if it's water, whatever mm-hmm. it is she doesn't like, um, as soon as she starts that licking, give it a squirt of that um, because you've tried the voice and that's not working. So it has to be something which is a little more a invasive but doesn't hurt. Yeah, not a squirt, um, not, not a, you know, and then pressure imme- washer. Yeah, imme- immediately a- she stops, then there's a good girl. Yeah. You know, so just nice, calm, 
there's a good girl. But there has to be a consequence to action. If there's no consequence, then she's going to keep doing it. Right. Hmm. Question from uh, one of our texters. Jim, we've gotten hundreds of texts this afternoon, so we're just going to randomly draw one. Okay. And this one says they have a one-year-old blackmouth cur, and they are trying to teach him to walk on a leash without pulling the entire time. What are some strategies to help them, to stop them from pulling the entire That's time? That's a good question for Daryl Payne from Paul Affection. Right. So there's there's several several strategies. Let's talk just briefly through what your options are as far as walking. Uh, flat collar and choke chain will both squash the airway of the dog. So if it's pulling, it's going to squash the airway, and we're going to get that as they go down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, what normally happens from there, you go to a harness because that doesn't make the dog choke. Uh, unfortunately, the rear-mounted or the rear-fastening harness will help the dog pull you because it brings all the big muscle groups. Gotcha. In. So we don't put um, collars on huskies if you want them to pull something along. So the rear harness doesn't help your case. The front harness I really don't like because the front-fastening uh, harness pulls them off at an angle, and I don't really think that's any good for their spine. And the gentle leader or the head harness does the same to the neck. It's a sharp movement to the left or the right. Uh, which pulls the neck out of line. So I don't think that's any good for them either. Um, One of the things you can try is actually to give them a little more leash, ironically. The more you pull back, the more they pull forward. Mm. Sometimes if they're Mm -hmm. five feet ahead of you on a five-foot leash, um, because you're pulling back, they're pulling forward. If you actually give them more leash, um, they get to about six feet or seven feet if you've got a a longer leash, um, and actually then they stop pulling um, and then panic because they think they're too far and they come back to you. So you could try that, give it an extra, a longer leash. You could use a, a retractable leash. Um, I'm not opposed to those at all if they're used properly, uh, but just see if they want just an extra foot or so. Remember, we don't want dogs walking next to us the whole time when we're out for a walk. That sucks as a walk. We want them to go and sniff and 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 have fun as a dog. Wear them out. We just don't want to be dragged down the road. Now, um, in the in the most severe cases... Uh, large dog, small person, or child with a, with a, a dog that's going to be out of control, um, or you just cannot get on top of this. Then we go to the prong collar. The prong collar, much maligned. Everybody, oh my goodness, that's going to when they come home and drink, it's going to come out the holes in their neck. It's <laughs> no. not. It's not true. Now they're not all created equal. I'll give you that. So some of the garbage that comes from some of the uh, other countries are, are very sharp, and we don't want to use those. Um, the the good quality ones that you can get. And if anyone wants to know, then text me. Um, they, they're not sharp, they're rounded, they sit loose, they don't go high and tight like a lot of trainers will tell you to do. Keep them nice and loose, and then as you just pull back slightly, it's like power steering for the dog. For those of you who are questioning Daryl's qualifications, he was with the uh, London Police Department uh, for many, many years, training dogs, working with dogs. How many dogs have you trained over your time? About, well, we worked about 30,000. 30,000, yeah. so... Yeah, over the over the time through group training, in home training, police dogs, pet dogs, but you know the 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 prong collar used properly, right. um, and it must be used properly, and it must be the right collar um, is a very useful tool and doesn't hurt the dog at all. Um, it's just the way it looks; it puts people off. But it must be used properly. And you know, if anyone's not sure, come down and see us at the park one Saturday, and I'll show you how to use it's in it. Winter Springs every Saturday yeah, morning. Every Saturday morning we do group training. Um, it's obedience with agility. Um, but I'm more than happy if you're not sure, come down. I'll show you one of the collars that you should get mm-hmm. um, if that's necessary for your dog. Not all dogs need it. Not all, you know. Sometimes you give them an extra bit of leash, they're fine. Are you going to be there this Saturday? When, when are you heading overseas? I will be there. Yeah, I'll be there for the first couple of hours this week. Okay. And then the following week, I'm, I'm away. But the, the, the training will still be going on with my trainers. 
Um, I'll be back on the 19th. All right. Paul Affection, 407-456-1066. Here's Laura on Real Radio with Daryl Payne. Go ahead, Laura. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for taking the call. Hi, Laura. I have a nine-year-old Basenji mix who has a phobia of a recently purchased massage chair. Well, oh boy! <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> the noises that it makes when the um, airbags inflate and deflate, yeah. and then it also beeps and it moves. And um, when it's not on, she's fine. I've tried to, you know, get her accustomed to it by hiding treats on it and that sort of thing. But as soon as we turn it on, she runs. She can't seem to find an adequate place to no hide. No kidding. She trembles. Oh my goodness! She's not a meek dog to begin with, yeah. so I'm wondering if there's something I'm missing and what we can do to make it not so terrible for her. Because I'm not giving up my massages. <laughs> oh, neither would I, uh, or the dog. All right, let's try to get an answer from Daryl. Thank you, Laura. Good Thank job. You. It's like the monster in the room for her, isn't it? Um, yeah. Right. It, uh, desensitization is the key for this, and we have to take it um, take it slowly. What I would suggest you do. Uh, in the the first instance, is to get someone to take her out for a walk, put the chair on and record the chair on your phone. Um, and then that evening, put the uh, play that recording, but very, very low. So it's, it's just about audible. Right. And then slowly build up that, um, uh, that volume until it's almost at the level that the chair would at without her reacting. It might take a little while because, you know, this is a scary thing. She's decided this right. is a terrifying thing. Now, with puppies up to 12 months, something's scary at first, and then suddenly, you know, they get used to it and it's fine, but you've only got that 12-month window of that, which is why um, socialization and environmental socialization with pups is so important. Well, you've got an older dog, so she's decided this is a scary monster in the room, so right. we need to desensitize her. So record the sound, first of all, Play it very low and slowly increase the sound until she gets used to it and she doesn't care about it. And she'll look at the chair first of all, it won't be moving. Then you can move on to moving the chair at the same time and then eventually um, switching it on. But if you just keep switching it on, she's just going to be, she'll go into meltdown. They fill with adrenaline. She goes into yeah. tunnel vision, auditory exclusion. All she can see is the monster in the room. Yeah, try that and give us a call uh, next month and tell us how that oh, works. Paul Affection Dog Training, 407-456-1066. The Facebook page, Daryl? It's uh, Paul Affection Dog Training USA members page. There we go. And don't forget uh, training in Winter Springs every Saturday morning starting at what time? Uh, the at the beginner, park. Yeah, beginner's course starts at 12 o'clock. Puppies under six months at 1 o'clock. And don't forget, we do the in-home. We can fix anything in two hours for you. Exactly. Good job. Uh, I won't see you until next month. Have a good trip overseas. Stay Thank safe, you. will you, please? Mm -hmm. I will do. Paw Affection Dog Training with Daryl Payne. Every first Tuesday of the month, we could spend hours doing this, but we can't. We got to break and do some other things. Thank you, Daryl. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A French museum has discovered that their paintings are fake. I wonder if they had to. Surrender. The fakes to the police. Next. A Rolex watch with the Domino's Pizza logo on it is for sale. It'd be cool if the dial itself was a pizza but that's up to you Rolex. Finally, Chinese jaywalkers are being shot with squirt guns. These squirt guns are robotic. This is like a kid-friendly version of my hero Robocop. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. 
pressure becoming too much? We'll never be able to afford another SUV if you don't get that raise. Call now. Toll free. 888-978-1041. Real Radio 104.1. From... Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. It's that time of the day. Let's check in with Jack and see what's in the audio file. Absolutely, Jim. Thank you very much. I know you've been concerned about this. I know what a big fan you are. Um, But I just want you to know that we have it from this person's own mouth in an interview talking about that he is not ready for retirement yet. Of course, one of your favorite athletes, the person you say who resembles you a lot, uh, one Mr. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. What? No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. You don't look like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Not so much. Uh, you need yeah. Dr. Philotels. Yep. I do. I've talked two years with my wife. I've negotiated that thus far. <laughs> I've got a few more, a few, uh, you know, a little further to go. So you got, uh, you know, he's married to Giselle Bunchin. She was on his case, wasn't she, because of the concussions? What concussions? He didn't have yeah. a concussion. Yeah, he's had a couple of It was of that non-concussion concussion. Any, anybody yeah. playing that game's had at least one or two concussions. They rang his bell plenty of times. Right, so, you got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I think officially, I don't know if he's uh, had any logged or registered concussions. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, he wants to play, and uh, it was Jim Gray doing the interview. And, oh, you know, don't embarrass yourself. Mid-40s, you know. Yeah, but, no. I, I just hate to see great athletes, you know, and they go that one extra season or whatever, yeah. and it's just so terrible, and you forget all the great accomplishments mm-hmm. they had before. Jim, uh, we uh talking about Bill Cosby this week, because last week the verdict came down guilty, uh, facing 30 years behind bars. He compares himself to Mandela. That's ridiculous. However... <laughs> Juror number one in the case was talking about why uh, at least he yeah. was able to cast a, a verdict of guilty against the uh, former comedian. What was the evidence that made you sure beyond a reasonable doubt that he was guilty? Um, I think it was his deposition, really. Ms. Crosby admitted to giving these quaaludes to women, young women, in order to have sex with them. Yeah, so it was a deposition uh, years ago in this yeah. case, and he, you know, admitted that, you know, hey, yeah, I, I do that. You still laugh <laughs> at his stuff if you put his comedy, you put his comedy stuff on. Could you still sit there? Maybe laugh. Maybe you wouldn't laugh as hard, right? Because well, let's say you knew nothing about Bill Cosby, then you laugh. You you would laugh, just right? like you did that first time. Bill, the the show himself, Bill Cosby himself, that stand up routine. You know, just a great. Hour-long comedy routine. All this stuff was yeah. funny, but then again, being human, you can change your opinion to people and say, well, you know, yeah. I relate what he's been found guilty of and what he did as, as an artist or a comedian and change your mind, I if, suppose. If you're watching a movie and the movie's starting and the credits come up and it says, a Weinstein production, uh, does it give you pause? Well, he's not in it, but he no, yeah, company. No, right. it depends what, no. That doesn't bother right. me no. so much. No, uh-uh. Well, uh, Harvey Weinstein may be facing the inside of a courtroom relatively soon. As Moira mentioned in the Lottie Dot, Ashley Judd is suing Harvey Weinstein. Here she is uh, talking about holding him accountable for his actions. 
So what I want is for Mr. Weinstein to be held accountable for his illegal conduct. My rebuffing illegal sexual harassment in a hotel room that Harvey Weinstein lied about me and interfered with my economic opportunity and blocked me from being cast in Lord of the Rings. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, and in Lord other of the Rings. And in other stuff, too. Yeah, um, but see, I think you have to be specific to be able to show the effect. You know, say, yeah, this is... This yeah. is the negative effect he had on me that affected me financially. Well, her so. phone was ringing before. Then she rebuffs him, doesn't get that role, and now all of a sudden her offers have dried up. Go figure. Somebody's talking to somebody about this one doesn't put out, so don't put her in your movie. I mean, that's what it sounds. Yeah, I don't like. know whether he's going. She doesn't put out. Or you saying like, she's difficult? Like, yeah, she. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like, they're not going to do that because right. then essentially oh, you're, you're saying you're, you went after her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And if you like working with me, you know, you better not put her Correct. in the movie. Otherwise, you, you might not get my business in the future. Mm -hmm. He's ah. a wreck, pig. He is a pig. Jim, if there's one thing I know about you besides your affinity for the National Football League and Tom Brady, yes. oh, here we go. it's only to be rivaled <laughs> by your affinity for the Royals. I love you me love some Royals. You do love you some Royals. I love Royals. the pageantry. You do. Now, I'm also a Republican, and that means something different across the pond, meaning, mm -hmm. you know, I like the monarchy as long as they don't have any power. Have you been invited to the royal wedding? Oh. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm still waiting for that invitation. I'm a little bit worried it may be late in the mail. I see. I believe that's why uh, uh, Daryl Payne, you know, he's going over there. It's, you know, yeah, his wife's over there. I think they're going to the royal wedding. It does seem a little coincidental to me. How about exactly. that? Exactly. Uh -huh. Says he has no interest in that, but, you know, yeah. we know Daryl. He I loves bet. that stuff. Matter of fact, too bad we couldn't hold on to him for one more segment because he could play this game. It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Is it a rule of the Royal Wedding Dress Code? All right. So, yeah, Jim, bring it on. I will give you a rule. Yeah. You can consult with, uh, you know, uh, your, lifelines. your lifelines gotcha. here to see if, uh, you know, what way you want to go on this. Watch but this. you have to tell me, if is this a rule, a, a part of the strict dress code at a Royal Wedding? Okay. You must wear a hat to church. Is that a rule? If you're a female, yes, you must wear a hat to church. Wait a minute. Not the Catholic Jesus. No. No hat? No hat. Okay. Sorry, you must wear a hat to church. It is a rule. The bride's bouquet must have myrtle in it. Is that a rule? Myrtle. What do you think? Myrtle. Yeah. Myrtle. Myrtle. Yes. It must have some connection. All right, right? well, yeah, we're sure. saying yes. You're yes, saying sure. yes? Yeah. Good to say yes. You Good get job. a point. All, right. All groomsmen must have Union Jack pocket squares. Is that a rule? Oh, I never saw that. Before. I never. Yeah, but see, it's not the, it's not the, they're not following all the rules. No. You don't think so? Not a, that's what your lifeline say. What do you say, Jim? Is it a rule that all groomsmen you're saying Must no, it's not a rule. Union Pinkman? Jack Pocket. All right, we'll go no. no. No, we'll not no. a rule? Yeah. Correct. It is not a rule. That's the a wedding silly. dress must be made by a British designer. Is that a rule? No. No, that's not a rule. Because they need Italian stuff. It is a rule. No. No. Okay. The wedding dress must be made by a British designer. Bingo, bingo. Uh, Prince Harry must wear military garb. Is that a rule? That is not a rule. Must? Must wear military no, he, garb. He, no, he does not have to wear military garb. It is a rule. He has to. He must wear military garb. Absolutely. Bless. No fake eyelashes. Is that a rule? 
Uh-huh. On the women, I <laughs> On the bride specifically? You be the what judge. Do you think? On the I can't bride. imagine they'd have a no rule. No fake eyelashes. Well, maybe She's they an... just don't no. want it. No fake eyelashes. Super glammed Is that a up. rule? I don't think yes. that's a rule. Jim? Wait a minute. No fake eyelashes? Your life is That is a rule. That is a rule? Yes. No, it's not a rule. Oh, lame. Why they care about that? All pants must all pants must be pleated. Is that a rule? Yes. I've never heard of military pants that are pleated. Well, wait a minute. Are they wearing what's the what's the dress for 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 men, Mo? Is it they have to wear morning garb like the morning coat like a tux like a long then coat? They'd have, then they'd have pleated pants. Yes, they have to have pleated pants. You did okay. No, that's oh, not. Why would they do that? Damn it. We're doing terribly. I'm doing terribly. Neutral nail polish colors only. Yes, yes, uh, yes of right. course, yes. You are right. Yeah, 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 Good yeah, job. Easy. That was quick too. No yeah. wedge shoes. Is that a rule? No. That means your toes show. No, no wedge. What's shoe? a you wedge? You know what shoe? a wedge is like. Instead of a st- distinct heel. Separate yeah, from that's it. a rule. No wedge shoes. No wedge shoes. Yeah, you're right. That is a rule. Yeah. Ooh, and easy. finally, nude tights must always be worn. New what? New tights. Stockings. Stockings. No. Must always yeah, be worn. I'll bet you oh, they yes. have to wear stockings. They, they have, have to wear, wear stockings. stockings. You did it! Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they don't want anything. Yeah, yeah. Really? Take that, Daryl Payne. Aha. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's... It's going to be televised, of course, won't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, just like uh, the other ones were. Yeah, but Wait, this one's a they? little bit different. I don't Are, see this, you know, just keep it to yourself. I don't see this marriage lasting. At oh, the keeps, you have money on Jim. it. Yeah, I just don't. I think they're major love. I, I think it's a mm, love made in heaven. I don't see that at all. Mm-hmm. I do. No? I don't think that. I, I, think I just They're have sweet a, together. Very sweet. I think they're sweet together. I think there's going to be so much pressure from the rest of the family. I don't think she quite fits in. You know, they can get. Oh, kind of mm, snooty. Yeah. Being a little you know she's in the Tower of London. Jim, waiting for the guy with the big axe. Oh, Speaking oh, no. of the Royals, yes. yes, the Royals. We're combining this with another. Who said it best? I was gone a whole oh. week, so I have a few who said it best sure. in my pocket. We're going back to the topic of the new royal baby. We go to a trio of late night talk show hosts each joking about the subject matter. And, Jim, you get to decide who said it best. All right. Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, gave birth to a baby boy today. He was, yeah, get up. He was born eight pounds, which works out to $11.15. So this is Kate's third <laughs> child in just five years. When she heard that, Meghan Markle was like, <laughs> we're, we're not all expected to do that, are we? <laughs> Actually, a lot of people were betting on the name of the new royal baby. And those people have a name, too. They're called gambling addicts. And <laughs> I'm giving that to Seth Myers. I like that one, too. Seth eight, Myers. Eight pounds. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got another yeah. one? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh, boy. Because what happened over the weekend, the White House Correspondents' Dinner, lots of criticism for the uh, uh, host, comedian Michelle Wolf. Yeah. Here's the late night trio talking about it. Uh, let's go to Stephen Colbert, Seth Myers, and Trevor Noah from The Daily Show. This was a roast, and you're the ones who hired Michelle Wolf. Being mad at her for doing her job is like accusing the valet of briefly stealing your car. <laughs> now, yeah. Michelle Wolf 
doesn't need anyone to defend her, but she is our friend. So just know when you call her filthy, you are right. <laughs> she is filthy and she is mean, which is what we love about her. Because those are wonderful qualities for comedians and terrible qualities for free world leaders. <laughs> we have to put up this plaque in memory of the brave people roasted to death by Michelle Wolf. Hashtag never forgets. So listen, I, I agree completely with President Trump and his team. Comedians should be held to a higher standard than he is. Which is why even though Michelle Wolf left for her new show four months ago, tonight I'm announcing that I'm officially firing her. You hear that, Michelle? You're fired. Seth Meyers picking up another oh, point. Oh, he's That's on two fire points for today. Seth Meyers today. Really? Yes. Well, what does that mean in the in the overall running for 2018 on our competition between late night talk show hosts as they all vie for the opportunity to be invited to be on this show? Yep. That's you, Mo. Mm. I know. Who's yeah, what do you got, Mo? Let's see. Mo? I'm, I'm looking. I, I, Seth Never Myers, mind, Mo. Let's just No, no, no. Seth Meyers got two. It kind Mo's of threw me official, off. official... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. She writes it on the back of a, of the, a the cardboard of a legal pad. That's, That's right. how she's keeping score. Okay, at the bottom of the heap is uh, James link. Corden and Trevor Noah. Okay. Then there's Steve at, at one point apiece. All right. Uh, Conan and Stephen Colbert have two points. At three points is Seth Meyers now. He just catapulted over some folks. Jimmy Fallon, where is uh, he? Number four, Jimmy Kimmel. And at the top of the heap with six points is Jimmy Fallon. All right. Good enough. Jim, yes. did you know today is <clears throat> National Honesty Day? Mm. Did you were you aware of that? National Honesty, Honesty Day. Yes. Like truth or dare? What what's I was just Honesty thinking Day. about that. Uh oh. Remember we played that game? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, not crazy about that game. Guess what? What? I lied. Oh. Yesterday was National Honesty oh, Day. Yeah, today's uh -huh. my day. Yeah, we'll go to a relationship expert, uh, Maria Matheson. She says honesty is a choice, but it's not our usually our first choice. Honesty is a choice. It is not natural. It is not something that happens naturally in our relationships. See, we're programmed to lie in relationships. What? Yeah, I'm telling you. We are naturally programmed to lie on a biological level. And so anything less than pleasant in our lives gets lumped into the, quote, threat category. I can't do it anyway. You know, I well, got Catherine well, reads me like a book. Well, what if she said, how do I look at this? And you're like, it's not your favorite well, outfit. I tell, well, what, I tell her the truth. Say? I tell her the truth. Like, how would you say that? Yeah, there's a way of saying something like that. Maybe yeah, I'm not mean about it. I just mm. say, you know, I don't think it's uh, the, your, your best, best look. look. That's all. You know, I, it's not, I don't think it's you. That rarely, rarely happens. But she'll ask me. I mean, I'm not going to just now, blurt something out and say, what are you wearing that for? She can tell when you're lying. Catherine, pretty, yes, yeah, she's. Can you, you know, tell when she's lying? I don't know if she's lying. No, I apparently, I don't know if she does. I have no well, idea, here's but a, I know she can tell if I am. Here's some uh, tips on how to tell if someone's lying. Fib. We get little twitches in our eyes and the muscles in our face. Our lips turn down a little bit. We get a little wrinkle in our nose, and you can read people of what's really going on. There you so go. have wrinkles, and they actually spell out, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in your face? That's a map of mm -hmm. I'm lying? Yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, she can tell a mile away. I mean, it's not lying. I mean, but, you know, hey, did you, you, you know, I asked you to do, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I took care of it. You know, she's, no, you didn't. 
Oh, you, did you touch one of those buttons on the computer keyboard? <laughs> what did you touch? So no, I didn't. T- Come on, I know you did. Okay, uh-huh. well, this is one. I didn't touch a bunch of them. Well, which one did you touch? I don't remember. Yes, you do. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, it was that one. There. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff like that. It's just, yeah. Well, Why even bother? Jim, yesterday you brought up Ember the Clown. Again, today, <laughs> a member of the fire department in Titusville. Oh, God. Uh, well, what? What? Why? Oh, are they calling and... No, but stop picking on Ember. No, that led to our uh, a conversation we were talking about Smokey Bear yesterday. Oh, okay. Beth called in and to sing this Smokey Bear song, which was wonderful. Oh, I bet. But it did you know good. today, on this very day in 1975, something happened? Only you can prevent forest fires. Smokey Bear retired. Mm. On this day, this very day in 1975, oh. May 1st, 1975. Retired from what? From being the spokesman. Forestry service, yep. doesn't use them? After 25 years of public service. No wonder we're having so many fires. <laughs> <laughs> little Smokey, a four-year-old male, replaced him. What? A little one. Little, little Smokey. Smokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Smokey. I never heard of that. Uh-huh. I haven't either, and I don't like it. Yeah, he lived in Washington's National Zoo since 1950 what? and drew more than 4 million visitors a year. Does he wear a hat? But he didn't, yeah, he didn't spoke, speak up for the forestry Remember, service. Remember, he got a shovel? In the 50s, they, he, they had their own zip code for Smokey Bear. He had his own zip code. He got that much mail. I'm oh thinking my. forest fires. I'm thinking Smokey Bear. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, prevent uh, forest fires. I'm thinking Smokey Bear. I'm not thinking Little Smokey. <laughs> nope. But it sounds dad, like a sausage. Hell no. But dad, it's it does smoky. sound like a little sausage. It sounds like a you know those things in the, in the tin. Oh, I love those little smokies. Little smoky. Those and some mm-hmm. some of those uh, biscuits and boom, you're in you're in good business. Tell there. you what. Mm-hmm. You're the ones that you know in the can. That's a little smoky, right? And you pop them open, and you know they, you bake those biscuits, have a little. You know, a dozen or so little smokies. You are hungry. Little smokies. I'm starving. Because you're talking about food an awful lot today. You had a croissant and a boiled egg for lunch, and that's not doing it for me. Jim, last piece of audio. (laughs) Monday, yesterday, 2 p.m., what happened? Uh, Do you know? When? No. Yesterday, 2 p.m. Hi, my name is Cheryl from New Smyrna Beach, and I just won $1,000 listening to 104.1. Yeah, Cheryl, good job. Another $1,000 winner, our $16,000 a day. It's our keyword contest, and your next chance to win is in about five minutes from now. Good job, Cheryl. Let's do it again. That's your audio file. Thank you, Jack. We'll come back. We're going to have a bonus round of closest to the pin on these first Tuesdays of the month because Daryl Payne from Paul Affection drops by. We move things around a little bit. So a bonus round, that bonus round, not the regular round, but a bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming when we come back on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Time for that bonus round of closest to the pin. James is on the line. James will play against Pinkman. I'm going to hand the, I'm going to do this now and make two copies of this. So Mo has the answers and make it a little bit easier for uh, 
her to keep score, all right? <laughs> Why? What does that mean? It just helps, all right? Okay, you got fine. the questions there, the whole thing, yeah, all right? You just don't worry about it. Just try Give it back. If you don't want to no, use I'm, it, I'm, I'm happy. Take it back. I'll take it back. I'll give it back. It. I'll give it to somebody I'm... else who wants to take on the responsibility. I'll do it. Another you episode. You can't do it. playing the gang at Dingus. <laughs> All right, uh, Pinkman, uh, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you All back right. in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. It's normally set at 18. Whatever you roll the dice, that number will take off 18. That will be your handicap for the day. James is on the line. James is vying for the U-Matter business card. If he wins it by beating Pinkman, he'll have good fortune for the rest of his life. He's now uh, 25,000 feet in the air. I can hear the jetliner's <laughs> engines. All right, James, I have 10 questions for you. By the way, if you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. Oh Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Here Let's we go. It. Countdown for James. Keep score. Here we go. Three, two, one, begin. James, today is May Day, also known as International Workers' Day by socialists. The Socialist Party of America was founded in what year? Speaking of May, what year did actress Mae West die? 82. The U.S. Military Academy at West Point was established in what year? 1838. The 1991 movie Point Break runs how many minutes? 143. Patrick Swayze starred in that movie. Swayze died in what year? 2008. How old is race car driver Danica Patrick? 31. Actor Patrick Dempsey was on the TV show Grey's Anatomy. In the millions, what is his net worth? Uh, $55 million. Actress Jennifer Grey was in the movie Dirty Dancing that came out in what year? Uh, 81. So how old is Jennifer Garner? You know, the one in that awful movie Pearl Harbor. 43. Get it within 300, you win outright. If Jennifer Garner was a crow in Houston, Texas, her birthplace, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Honolulu, Hawaii? Uh, 2,836. Time. There you go. All right, hold on, James. Get it, you know, Houston, Hawaii, yeah, Pearl Harbor, awful movie. Terrible, Houston. awful, horrid. Houston. Trying something new today. What? what I'm I writing. Something wrong? James's answers right. here, I and I'll write Pinky's answers here. Yeah, well, what are you, you know, if it helps, if I'm it doesn't try. help, we won't do it again. That's all. I thought it might just help. I'm going to try. Maybe it'll be helpful. Did you accidentally make two copies? No, I just make two copies oh, because yeah. I lose one. Oh. <laughs> but really, I keep them together, so if I lost one, I'd lose both of them. Oh, boy. Pinkman, if you'll pick up the dice and roll those dice, whatever the number you roll, we will take off the number 18. That will be your handicap for today. Here we go. Here. Oh, what do you got? Oh, a nine. Ooh. The hard way. Are you ready to play? Yes. Nine second handicap. Ten uh, questions for you. Countdown, please. Oh, boy. Sure. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, today is May Day, also known as International Workers Day by socialists. The Socialist Party of America was founded in what year? 1921. Speaking of May, what year did actress Mae West die? That would have been 1990. <clears throat> the U.S. Military Academy at West Point was established in what year? 1896. The 1991 movie Point Break runs how many minutes? That's about 127 minutes. Patrick Swayze started that movie. Swayze died in what year? 2009. How old is race car driver Danica Patrick? 
She is 38. Actor Patrick Dempsey was in the TV show Grey's Anatomy in the Millions. What's his net worth? Uh, 120. Actress Jennifer Grey was in the movie Dirty Dancing that came out in what year? That was 1983. How old is actress Jennifer Garner? You know, the one in that awful movie Pearl Harbor. She is 46. Get it within 300, you went out right. If Jennifer Garner was a crow in Houston, Texas, her birthplace, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Honolulu, Hawaii? Uh, that would be 800, brother. Time. <laughs> See that connection? Houston, Honolulu, Honolulu, Pearl Harbor. Ah, right. There Points. we go. Let's uh, score this. See how we... Everybody did here. Today's May Day. The Socialist Party of America founded in what year? James said. 1955. Pinkman. 1921. 1901. Pinkman gets the first point. Speaking of May, what year did actress Mae West die? Jim said. James said. 82. And Pinkman. 90. 1980. Uh, James ties it up. U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Established in what year? James said. 1838. Pinkman. 1896. 1802. James takes the lead. The 1991 movie Point Break runs how many minutes, James said? Nine, uh, 143. Pinkman. 127. 122. Oh, okay. It's all tied up. Going to question number five. Patrick <laughs> Swayze started that movie. Swayze died in what year, James said? 08. Pinkman. 09. Somebody got it right on the money. 2009. Oh. Yeah. Ah, wow. He takes yeah. the lead. How old is race car driver Danica Patrick, James said? 31. Pinkman. 38. 36. Pinkman. Actor Patrick Dempsey. Was he Dr. Dr. McDreamy? Yes. I think so. Was in the TV show Grey's Anatomy? Yes. He was Dr. McDreamy? Correct. In the millions, what is his net worth, James said? 55 million. Pinkman. 120 million. Not too far off. 60 million. Oh. James That's a lot of money for being in Grey's Anatomy and a few other things. That's it, right? Wow. He's in some movies here and there. Huh. $60 huh. Million. Royalties, right? I guess. I don't oh, yeah. know. Royalties, nice gig. Actress Residuals. Jennifer Grey was in the movie Dirty Dancing that came out of what year, James said? 81. Pinkman? 83. 87. Mm-hmm. Two That's to go. Pinkster. Tight game, though. Mm-hmm. So how, how old is actress Jennifer Garner? You know, the one in that awful Pearl Harbor movie. But Jen- those... Uh, extremely well done Capital One ads. They are good. It's in your wallet, isn't that her? Yeah, yeah. that's her. Uh-huh. Uh huh. James said. Uh, forty-three. Pinkman. Forty-six. Somebody got it right on the money. Oh. Uh-huh. Jennifer Garner oh, is forty-six. Wow. Oh, yeah. Pinky takes a commanding lead now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight <laughs> yeah. to three. Eight to three, but it all comes down to this. Get it within three hundred, and you win outright. Oh, what? <laughs> If Jennifer Garner was a crow in Houston, Texas, her birthplace, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Honolulu, Hawaii? James said. 2,836 miles. Pinkman said. An even 800. If Jennifer Garner was a crow and needed to fly from Houston to Honolulu, she would have to cover a total of 3,898 miles. James wins the point. But Pinkman wins the game. I'm sorry about that, James. Nice try. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Thanks for playing a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. <laughs> Remember, uh, close only counts <laughs> in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I was reading the pin, other day pin, pin. that there are shorebirds, and uh, the number of shorebirds all across the world are dwindling. 
because marshlands are disappearing because of climate change and global warming. There are some shore, shorebirds that travel, fly 10,000 miles during, yeah, during the year with only one stop. And I think there's some shorebirds that might fly five or 6,000 with never, they never stop. There's some shorebirds in Alaska. You just learn something new every day, don't you, on this program? There's some shorebirds. I can't remember the name of the shorebird in Alaska. <clears throat> and they give birth to their chicks, and they fatten up, and they fly off and fly thousands and thousands of miles before their chicks can fly. Now, get this. i got to find this article. The chicks then learn how to fly. Mm-hmm. And fly thousands of miles and reach the same location that their parent Parents. parent birds landed. Whoa! Now you go how figure it out. How do they know that? GPS. Well, there is a system. They believe it oh. has to do with magnetism. They have to have, happen to believe that uh, birds may use stars to navigate. That's why a lot of birds fly into big buildings in uh, in major metropolitan yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. They confuse the lights with stars. Thanks a lot, big buildings. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, with his skyscrapers. And if you live on the, uh, that's true. Those little birds you see on the, yeah. you know, those are shorebirds. You, you see them at the beach. You know, you go to New Smyrna, Daytona, you see them skirting yeah. and around, scurrying around. Mm-hmm. You know, the surf comes in and they, you know, they run this way and they run that way. Yeah, it's same thing. But they're losing their habitat uh, because of uh, climate change. It's the Phillips file. As a matter of fact, I think the in the past. 25 or 30 years, the number of shorebirds because of climate change has been reduced by 50%. It's the Phillips Worldwide. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Mindy and Topher. Another Topher? How many Tophers are there out there? It can't be that many. Christopher. Did you have a Topher recently? Yeah, just uh, last week or the week before we had a Topher, I thought. Unbelievable. I said, is that the Topher Topher? He said, no, I'm another Topher. Now we got the third Topher? Three Topher. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, uh, (laughs) Topher's the backup. What's the prize? Oh, buddy, it's a pair of tickets to see Orlando City take on Real Salt Lake. At Orlando City Stadium on Sunday, May 6th. That's this Sunday. You can visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. I love it. Same. Going to be at that game. Taking my mom. Oh, I'm going. Really? Yep. That'll be fun. Has she ever been? Uh, Yeah, uh, a couple years ago. Not to Mm. the new stadium. So uh, look forward to that. Also, my sister will be in town. And uh, we'll see if... Mindy wins tickets to go as well. It is May 1st. That is May Day. However, also on the first of every month, we give a tip of the hat to first responders as a way of appreciation for what they do in our communities. So it is First Responders Day here on Real Radio and closest to the pin. So let's get Mindy on board. Hello, Mindy. 
Here I am. Ready to play? Yes, I am. It's First Responder Day Firefighters. So questions about firefighters. Are you ready to go? Let's go. Going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. How many firefighters are in the U.S.? Uh, 250,000. What percentage of U.S. firefighters are volunteer? 35. As of 2015, what was the average firefighter salary? Uh, 35,000. As of 2015, rounded to the nearest million, what was the total firefighter responses for the year? How many responses did they go on in a year? In the millions? Uh, two million. What was the number of firefighter false alarm responses in a year? One million. Wow. So you're saying half. Half of all of them were false alarm. (laughs) Okay, Mindy, (laughs) hang on. We'll see how you did. (laughs) Nice lady. Bring Jim back in. SOS. Oh, check this out. The Daily Five um, It was our daily uh, uh, contest where we would put five names on our website and people would go. If their name was on the list, they contact us. They'd win the prize. Yeah. And if no one contacted us, it would roll over. Yesterday was supposed to be the final day. However, none of those five names contacted us. So yesterday's prize rolled over to today. We added some? So we added, no, well, there's five names, five new names have been drawn. It's a $104 gift card up for grabs. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go to realradio.fm slash the daily five, if your name is on the list, contact us and you will win a $104 gift card. Jim, welcome back. Thank you. It's a category that I wrote for the first of the month because the first of every month, we are giving a tip of the hat to first responders. It's okay. first responders day on the first of the month. I, and this is about firefighters. Yeah. Are you ready to go? I guess. Let me record mm. Mindy's time right here and reset the clock for you. Right, and right. we go in three, two, one. How many firefighters in the U.S.? Uh, 150,000. What percentage of U.S. firefighters are volunteer? Uh, 28%. As of 2015, what was the average firefighter salary? 42,000. As of 2015, rounded to the nearest million, what was the total firefighter responses for the year? Three million. What was the number of firefighter false alarm responses? Of those numbers, of the previous number, oh, uh, one million. Fine. <laughs> oh, boy. That's confusing. Oh you know, yeah, she you're was confused, confused well, too. Well, you, you can get a lot of false alarms. I mean, I didn't... Oh, <laughs> Stupid game. Oh, that's not nice. My game, I invented it. Doesn't matter, it's nasty. Uh-huh. You don't have to play. Uh-huh. No, I don't get to Your play. reputation's not on the line like mine Uh huh. Unbelievable. Annual, you know, the prize, closest I know. to the bin champion, champion every yes. single year, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your competition in that? That would be no one. Well, my my competition is mankind. <laughs> mankind anybody, is my competition. Anybody who wants to call, we pick you, and you go up against the champion. All right, champ. We're uh, it's firefighters the category, and we thank them for their sacrifice and of service course. to our communities. How many are in the United States? We're rounding uh, rounding this up. Um, Mindy said. 250,000. And Jim, 150. 1.1 million firefighters in the United States. Seriously? Wow. Mindy gets a point. 
What percentage of that are volunteer firefighters? Mindy said 35. Jim? 28. 70% volunteer firefighters. Mindy gets that point as well. Usually in communities, you know, with smaller communities. I think in Pleasantville, where I grew up north, I think it's still a volunteer fire department. 100% volunteer. It's almighty. You're 30 miles north of New York City and got a volunteer fire department. Yep. So you go to a fire with a horse and wagon? Yeah. That's what you would have. I know Dumont had it as well. Uh, here's the deal. What's the average salary for that that 30% that do get paid? Getting yeah. killed and getting killed here. Their average on, salary. Jim. Yeah. Mindy said. 35000 Jim. 42000 49000 Jim gets a point. Right on the board. Come He's back board. in. Here we go. Come on. Mindy get another one. Two to one. Still life. Rounded to the nearest million. The total number <sighs> of firefighter responses <sighs> for a year. So in the United States, how many times did firefighters have to respond to a call? Mindy said. Two million. Jim. Three million. 34 million responses to a call. Jim is closer. Tie uh, game. Guess what? Tie All game. tied up. We have it's one, a tie game. We got one to go. Yeah, here we go. Uh-huh. Out of the 34 million, Uh-oh. how many were Oops. false alarm responses? Mindy said. Interestingly enough. When she yeah. said her number to bit everybody go, oh my God, if she's way off. We did, and then you said the same thing. She yeah. said a million and you said a million. Are you yeah. kidding me? No. no. The answer, two point five million false alarms. But you you each get a point in the day and we go to and still tied. Jim. Uh oh. Come on, Pop. We're adding five seconds to your time Damn as it. your handicap. Mindy answered in 48.6 seconds. 48.6. Jim's adjusted time is 33.6. Jim wins. Sorry about that, Mindy. That's the way it goes. I mean, when you want to play this game against me, the chances are you're going to lose. And remember, I am the greatest. I will win them. I can't lose. Just remember, fire's not funny. I win. <laughs> is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Grenades and uh, closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Got off to a good start. He started in the hole. Wait, zero to two. Yeah. She, she got oh, off to a good start. She got start, off yeah. to a good start. Yeah. yeah. Comeback kid. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, Mindy. Beat up on Mindy. Damn it. Nah, I don't mean it. You know, like. You kind of do. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Mm hmm. And a win is a win, given score. I am, of course. 43 wins, 19 losses. Not too bad. What's my record? And you are dead even, 31-31. Oh, yeah. Come on, sport. I, I <laughs> like it sport. where it is. I like 31-31. You want to watch any episodes of Westworld yet? Here's the deal. Last night I did. I watched the first one. Yeah. and We'll talk way, about it. And halfway through it, I just kept thinking, I need to watch the end of the season one. Because I'm like, oh, there's so much going on here. I don't yeah, know. We're going to talk about it. All right. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A total of 63 couples have been married in a ceremony at a Mexican prison. Nothing like making marriage feel like an actual death sentence. Next, a cowboy managed to lasso an 11-foot-long alligator that was blocking a Texas highway. Must have been hard to release it back to the wild considering how many pairs of boots could have been made out of it. Finally, a Florida man has been arrested for attempting to fly with a knife in a shampoo bottle. Ah. The old shampoo knife. The favorite of the bubble bandit. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. End transmission.
If you are purchasing a new home, it's going to be the biggest purchase that most people will make in a lifetime, and it's a pretty big deal, and the process can seem overwhelming at times. You want someone by your side who knows the way to go, knows the ropes, and can help you every step of the way, and that person is Brad Siebert with WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They're not the banks. They're better than the banks because all they do is focus on lending money. They are a direct lender and they are mortgages made easy. Whether you want to refinance a home or purchase a new home, regardless of your credit history, they can work with you. If you are in the military, they can handle VA loans. If you want to finance a mobile home, they can help with that as well. Service is second and on. Give Brad a call and check out the website for all the details on how they can help you. It's wearenotthebanks.com. You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! 104.1 No Fritz on the street today. Usually Fritz on the street every Tuesday at 6. He probably ate another bad sea urchin. Fritz is a vegetarian, so he starts eating all this, uh, as we might say, Maybe Weird. not to him, but exotic foods. Weird food. So, and, and I think he might have ingested something mm. again. Well. He's got a very sensitive stomach. That's what we understand, yeah. So. <laughs> so you watched the first episode of the new season of season, Westworld. Yes, season two on HBO. What do you think? I loved season one. I did too. What did you think of the first episode? Oh, here we go. Without um, giving anything away, of course. Without giving it away, yeah, it was... I was scratching my head for good portions of it, trying to remember exactly how the season ended. I think it... Although they did, you know, previously on Westworld, and they give you that yeah, little right. three-minute synopsis of, you know, exactly the story they're trying to tell, I was still like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> and me too, a little bit, yeah. there, because there was also some uh, nonlinear time movement there, so it's like the like uh, flashback, yeah, flashbacks and stuff. So it's just trying to keep everything straight. And oh, wait till like, episode two. Oh, but that one. Oh is, man. Oh, you're not going to tip him off though. Don't. Yeah, no. See, no I, I mean, they're just they're, they're, ep- episode two is full of a lot of flashbacks. That's right. all I'm going to say. Before I watch episode two, I'm thinking about watching the finale again. The season one finale. Well, essentially, yeah. I mean, the gist anybody's watched it. I mean, I'm not giving anything away. Yeah. I mean, it's been written about. It's essentially about, about if you want to call them robots, who have mm-hmm. been programmed and developed by human beings to the point where they are sentient. They are, they, they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially what get to the point where they understand that their feelings are real and uh, begin to treat human beings the way that human beings would treat them. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, certainly uh, can be a topic of discussion because sooner or later we will have these things amongst us. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any question about it. If you, yeah. if you, if you have a cursory look at artificial intelligence and what's going on in that particular with that particular technology, I don't think that's very far away. And the question is, can these 
let's call them robots for for want of another term will they be it will will we develop them to the point where they are essentially human hmm. where they're feeling this- they're intelligent and or to the point where they become more intelligent than than we are because they're thinking and conceptualizing and whether you want to say they're programmed they become another another living thing and they get us mm. It's a uh, okay. come for us. It's definitely a leap ahead in technology, whereas you you would not be able to tell just by looking. Correct. A, a, if they are human or not, a, a show that kind of fits in between where we are now and where that is. That's Black Mirror, which also kind of always displays in a Twilight Zone esque way that battle, that moral battle with technology and and where it's leading us and how we interact with it just think about the aspect of human interactions if you have something that is man-made but sentient has feelings essentially is the same as a human being but it's diodes and and uh, and and whatever but the skin Wires is the same you wouldn't be able to tell the difference in conversing with that person or touching its skin yeah <laughs> You know, what it does for interpersonal relationships, because then you can have one, I suppose, who's not human. You know, you go to the robot store and say, well, you know, I really want a a person like this. Could be a great companion for the elderly. Well, I mean, just I mean, just as just as relationships between two humans, there would probably be people mm-hmm. say, "Look, I don't want I don't want to be in a human to human relationship. I want to be in a relationship where I have more power over what appears to be a human being." Right. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh God. Well, I can't afford to go to Westworld anyway. How much is it? I don't know how much it is. Forty thousand dollars a day for the basic package. That's forty thousand. Correct, Amundo. But you go to Westworld. Have you seen an episode? I've seen the whole first season. I haven't caught the second one yet. You go to Westworld, and the question is, how would you act as a human being in Westworld? Well, because you see what's going on at Westworld in the first or second episode. You're living at you're living out of fantasy. Do you want a black hat or a white hat? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and are you a good guy or a bad guy? Because I think the, most people would choose Black Hat because it's it's a place they can go and 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 not be uh, accountable for their actions. Do you get hurt? No, they can't hurt you. Allegedly. Well, can you get out? Oh yeah, hey, you pay yeah, to go. It's a, it's a fan. It's a fantasy trip. It's a theme and, park. Although I feel like maybe your biggest issue upon first arriving would be since the hosts are so identical to human beings, trying to differentiate that in your own mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you would tell the, yeah. tell the difference unless you shot one. You'd right. have to be a real douche for me to shoot him, tell you that. Well, what fun are you having? You're going to sit in the saloon and listen to the player piano? Yeah, why not? I don't want to shoot anyone unprovoked. Um, there were other things you could do. That, that's uh, the, that's well. the question. Oh. That's the moral question. You're placed in an environment where you do not have, you're not uh, constricted as you are in, in society. You can do whatever you want in Westworld and get away with it. So would you do it? 
And if you weren't doing it, then the question would be, well, what are you doing there in the first place? Maybe you just like to ride horses and hunt for treasure. Yeah, maybe. Maeve is hot. Who? Agreed. I'd probably throw down a few gold coins. (laughs) (laughs) Good program. I didn't think the first... I stopped the first episode about halfway through. Because I thought the level of violence was a, it, I, I just yeah. wasn't I wasn't in that space at that time, and then you know read some other things and then came back to finish the episode. And I thought episode two was. I think you better. should check out Lost in Space. I've started watching Lost right. in Space, but I'm waiting for Robbie the Robot or whatever the hell, and Doctor well, Smith yeah, and all the rest of them. Now you can't. You know, the, it's it's loosely based. Loosely based oh. on the TV series, a lot of the names are the same, and you know, but that might be it. <laughs> well, it's no fun. But the two things you mentioned by the end of the first episode, you will have those questions answered. Okay, thank you. Here's Rick on Real Radio. Hello, Rick. Hey, Jim. How are you today? I'm doing very I'm well, fan. thank you. Doing okay. Well, what is your take on Steve Spurrier coming to Central Florida to coach that? Uh, Football team. I wish him all the best of uh, a best of luck in the world. I think Steve Spurrier is uh, just that type of person. Football is in his bloodstream, and in this particular case, he doesn't have to worry about a big, you know, pro team. He's certainly not collegiate football. It's a year round. It's a year round uh, job. Uh, professional football on the NFL level is a year round job. I don't think it's that way with with uh, Spurrier and this team. You know. I, I, well, what do you think? I mean, I'm yeah, I don't care really. I'm concerned one about way. attendance in the Citrus Bowl because even with fifteen thousand fans, it still looks very well, sparse. Yeah, it won't be in the Citrus Bowl, sir. They're going to be playing their home games at, at Spectrum Stadium where UCF. Yeah, plays. what's the capacity for Spectrum? Oh, wow, that'll be great. Yeah, forty five. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I think to start week. off, they'll probably um, fill to capacity. Uh, I question. I I don't know. Is it going to be quality that you? Expect? I have no uh, idea. I don't have a clue. I I, well, I I heard that there's an arena team, uh, oh. arena football team coming into Kissimmee. I hope not. And they signed uh, Jeff Godfrey from uh, the former quarterback from UCF. Oh, yeah. That so arena I'm, football. I'm wondering what's going to happen when if they – well, there's a difference between pro football and arena football, and yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if – Well, you know, so, as I as I keep saying, there's only a certain amount of money you can spread around when it comes to recreation or going to sporting events. Mm-hmm. So you got the Orlando Magic. You've got uh, Orlando, Orlando City. City the Pride. You know, and after it, you got the Pride, of course. That's absolutely correct. And after a while, you go, well, I don't have all the money in the world to go to all these – so what takes over and what right. takes center stage? The magic, solar or, bears, magic, though. solar bears, exactly. Right. Uh, well, I just, I, was, don't, I, I just don't know if there are enough people out there to to support, you know, some teams that are not, let's say, at a major league level. But you know, with five five home games, if it's a ten game season, you have five home games. You know, maybe for the the family that would like to go to a professional game, but. Doesn't want to drive two and a half hours to go to see the Bucks play and spend a hundred dollars a ticket. They can do you know a hundred dollars and get four tickets. I know it's a little more affordable. But well, it depends on the quality too. Yeah. I don't know whether any team in this league that's coming is going to be the equivalent of NFL play. Oh, I don't we, think we, it will we be. Don't know. Yeah. We we don't know. But yeah, but there's only a certain amount of money in anybody's budget where you say you know after a while it's enough. I'm not not going to spend the money on that. I don't know. I hope he does well. 
then they just there's a new league. There's an indoor soccer league coming as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You know, we've had some other leagues. We had the we have a, a kickball thing, and we had a lacrosse team, and you know. It did? Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I went to a couple of the Titan, the the lacrosse game matches. That was kind of fun, actually. Yeah. That was in the Amway. Lacrosse to me is like one of the you know if you're playing it, you're having a good time. If you're watching it, yeah, sticks are clacking and mm-hmm. it's hard to. If you didn't grow up with it or you didn't play it in college, I don't even know. If... Hey, it's an Indian game, isn't it? It's glorified uh, field hockey. Mm-hmm. Those calls will come in. Here's Tony on Real Radio. Go ahead, Tony. Salutations, Capitan. Yeah, salutations to you, sir. What's on your mind? I'm just curious with the whole robots being sentient beings argument. Yeah. Would, would as far as like souls and characteristics of a uh, uh, personality, how does that all play into it? Well, who would write that? Well, one would have to one would have to determine what's the basis of a uh, of a soul. I mean, does the sentient being in itself have a soul, regardless of whether you have faith in a in a uh, in a supreme being? Uh, the question is whether any living creature has a soul. Uh, I would argue, you know, we can argue what what does that mean, soul? Some people would say simply the fact that one has feelings, one has a soul, and I I tend to believe that to a degree. I think that I just think but, the day is coming. I mean, but you figured so for artificial intelligence, there's a human at least at this point, a do, human behind it writing the code. Yeah, but how do how do human? Yeah, but how do human beings become human? And if you're writing a code where you're allowing basically a machine to develop feelings, then are you developing a, a sentient being? I mean, I mean it's out of my wheelhouse, but I think the argument is there that sooner or later we will be able to develop replicas of ourselves. The only difference, instead of blood vessels, you know, there'll be some kind of, there'll be wires. Chips or but, something. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Or for all we know, they'll be able to develop, you know, the, the you know, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You should watch Lost in Space. I don't know why. Oh, boy. Uh, I saw the beginning of that and I thought it was a little bit on the silly side you you're silly i'm not silly <laughs> oh, he you're watching you're silly. it for the only reason you're watching it is because you were six years old when it was on Where are okay you? you're not wrong you? uh, yeah it was How i was young you? oh i don't know what year it was on the That's original research the research check yeah, so the original I'm, uh, was significantly older than you but i liked yes. it too but i like dr smith but that was campy Crush, kill, well, destroy. That's what I liked. This is a, the new one, the Netflix reboot on the <laughs> yes. series is a little dark. Oh, they're trying to do make it He had to call it something else. Because I think most people watch Lost in Space, the original go, well, this is not Lost in Space. The original was on from 65 to 68. Yeah, I was two when it went off the air. Or one. Yeah, with, uh, uh-huh. with uh, the actor who played Zorro. Guy Williams. Yeah, Guy Williams. Points. He was Zorro? Yeah, he was, the, not he was the original Zorro on TV. Played against Sergeant Garcia. And he was Captain Sinbad. Insufficient data. And who was uh, who was his wife? June Lockhart. June Lockhart, June Lockhart. Yes. yeah. She, from she, Lassie. From Lassie, exactly. Lassie. Yeah, right. Points. Silence, you ninny. I take it. 
But <laughs> all right, we'll give you some points. Oy vey. How about yeah. the kids? Are they still around? Danger. Angela Danger. Cartwright. Angela Cartwright. I think I think Angela Cartwright. And Billy Nunny. Wasn't it Nunny? Yeah, Nunny. Or Mummy. Billy Mummy. Oh. I think it he makes was. someone texted in that said he made a cameo in, in the Oh he did. You haven't seen the really? series, yeah. No kidding. Now there was also a movie with William Hurt. A movie. A Lost in Space movie. I I did not see that. Yeah, Billy Moomy. Billy Moomy. William Hurt know. from Body Heat? Yes. I believe so. Seriously? I don't know. Bankman? The Great Body Heat. Classic. <laughs> One of the best ever. Uh, Silence, you ninny. Lost in Space. Wait, who? Movie. Angela Cartwright. And what was his name? Dr. Smith is his real name. He was a famous actor. Jonathan Harris. Harris. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Now, before you lose your mind... Dr. Smith is played by a female in in the series. How would you do it? Well, you're going to find out in the first episode. Oh, you're giving something away. Ah! Now, yes. now the chances of me watching them are, you know. Even more slim than they were 10 minutes ago. All right, give me a little bit. If you're not inter- if if you're interested in this and you don't want to know anymore, go away. No, that's not nice. No, just, just for a few, a couple of minutes. <laughs> I'm going to break in another minute. And just do what I do. Pretend all of this is nonsense. No, I want to ask about oh. Dr. Smith. Okay, okay, okay. Lost in space. Dr. Smith, the female. Yeah. Is Dr. Smith the female as weird as Dr. Smith in the original TV show? Kind of paranoid. What do you mean by yeah, paranoid. Quirky, paranoid. Quirky. Blaming had... everything on everybody. It's all his fault, but he blames everything how on about, everybody. How about worse? Really? Yes. And more reprehensible. So she's bitchy? Better looking? Well, anybody. Are you seriously? It's, that's the one played by uh, Parker Posey. Who's play? What? Who? Doctor Smith is played by Parker Posey. That's a girl. Yes. Oh, Parker Posey. I should know from what else? She was in that show with the people in the buildings. Oh, that one. Yep. The one at night. Research. <laughs> oh Parker my God. Posey. <laughs> All right, yeah. Just ask. I, I'm halfway through it. <laughs> How many are there? After one of the kids jumps in the, you know, because Uh-oh. the whatever's oh, down sunken. Oh, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, you're right before those. And I wasn't bored. Other it was, two elements kick in. I, I wasn't bored. I was just overwhelmed by ambient. It's the Phillips File <laughs> on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday edition of the Phillips File. No Fritz on the street today. He's got a bad tummy. He's got a very sensitive well, tummy. He's do we a... know that? Maybe he just has the flu. Maybe he ate bad romaine. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. that's bad stomach. It's yeah, possible. lettuce eater. Yeah. Mo's going to a... have a uh, dribble fat lip tomorrow. She needs to go to the dentist. And jam up that Novocaine, which begs the question that we toss about every so often. That's a funny bit Bill Cosby does. It is funny. But would it be still as funny? You're going to sit there and laugh at Bill Cosby like you used to, knowing what he's convicted of? Nope. But would you laugh? I'm I not think, sure. I, th- I think if I saw him on there, you know, if, if I was scanning the stations and I, you know, there it is, and I click on that channel and they're showing that Bill Cosby old special. Can you preach someone's art and not appreciate the person? Mel yes. I cannot. That is correct. She's ruled out Mel Gibson movies for her. That's true. So you look, but if you looked at a piece of art, you said, that's absolutely magnificent. I love that. Mm-hmm. You didn't know anything about the artist. And then you came out to, you come out to find the artist, you know, is 
whatever. So if the and you change, you said this is a horrible human being. Well, as does I, it change your mind about the art? I said this to Pinkman in the office. If I found out that I had a picture in my house that was a beautiful artist, I got it wherever, and I, you know, I was like inherited it something or other, and then I find out that it's a Nazi, I'm taking it down. I'm not keeping it in my house. You know, I, it's just it, it sort of ruins it for me. You know, once you find out that the person is a, you know, in the in the case of. Um, Bill Cosby, a sort of a sexual predator. You know, it makes me uncomfortable. You know, Mel Gibson, you know, with all of his comments. I mean, I'm not crazy about Woody Allen, and I used to adore Woody Allen. I'm not really sure I want to walk with my, my dollars to a Woody Allen movie knowing what I've heard about Woody Allen. It makes me creep. It creeps me out. So, I mean, just a, a, a question. I think yeah. it's legitimate. So, any t- any if you if you go to look at art, whether it's on stage, whether it's a um, – whether it's uh, – uh, a painting, let's say, or 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 mm-hmm. statue, or let's say it's a show. Should we then be checking into the backgrounds of everybody who wrote the lyrics? Or I don't, but I understand that if it comes out later, you know that okay, we heard what we heard about Louis C.K. Right? I think he's funny. You know, I like the program that was he the programs that he was on. I like the writing that he does. I think he's funny. But now that I heard what I heard, I'm not. If he shows up well, in town, I'm not inclined to buy a ticket to his comedy show I, because I think he creeps well, me out. I can say, you know, I, I realize that when it comes to contemporary art. But let's take the art that was uh, that was done in... 500 years ago. Seven, yeah, right, exactly. Whatever, okay. When probably a vast majority, uh, if not all, mm-hmm. of, of, of the people in a particular culture were anti-Semites. Mm-hmm. Or same right. thing for classical music that classical music aficionados enjoy if we knew about their backgrounds Mm -hmm. probably a lot of them you're going oh my goodness gracious it does give me pause i mean i have to say it gives me pause what about ikea stuff what about ikea oh now that we know that he was sort of a nazi sympathizer he was a nazi sympathizer he admitted that he was a nazi sympathizer what you didn't hear this story don't spoil my ikea love Oh, the person who came up with that was a, in his youth was a was sympathized with with the Nazi Party. He I was can't not hear what a you're Nazi. Saying. He was not a member of the Nazi Party. He admitted later on, as as he grew old, as he grew older, um, that his fascination with the Nazi Party was uh, was wrong. Yes, but he still had. Well, there you go. Well, I think if there's sort of a you know, contrition or grace. I mean, if there's something somewhere well, along... Well, okay, then I didn't mean I, to, you know, off in front of, of, of oh, those Louis people. Oh, Louis C.K.? Yeah. Like, hey, can I take it out? No, you can't take See, it out. See, Charlie Rose is now... A lot of these you know, a lot yeah. of these people are, are doing a, are trying to make a, a comeback. And they're putting together... Charlie Rose is putting together a series of interviews with men... Mm-hmm who have been legitimately uh, accused of wrongdoing, especially as it relates to the Me Too movement, because sure. Charlie Rose, of course, got caught up in that legitimately. And uh, There you are know. some people, with, you know, Bill Cosby still says, you know, he's a victim. He's, you know, he equates himself to Nelson Mandela. He says he's done <laughs> nothing wrong. And I, I'm not so inclined to be supportive of that. He's been yeah, found and convicted yeah, but, and tried and guilty. Found guilty. That's not of, the same as about you know. That's the, but that's not the same. An you're, old master, you know, or Charlie Rose. Hold on, you're getting ahead of you know. There's there's some people who have been caught up in this movement. Their actions are inappropriate, but do they rise to the level of uh, of a crime? 
you know that as well as I do. There's certain men out there who've who've behaved in a very bad fashion as it relates to harassment or other things in the workplace. Would it rise to the level of a sexual assault? And one could argue, no. But they still lost their position. They still engaged in bad, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. They still engaged in behavior that a lot of men would look on and say, "That's not right." There are a lot of men out there that don't do not engage in that engage in that kind of behavior. They did. You know, men who have men who have committed rape, sexual assault should be uh, charged uh, if the facts uh, approve it, convicted and and segregated from the rest of the society and punished uh, for their uh, well, for their all- misdeeds. Are you but saying? That, that it, it, there's no, uh, th- there's not a, a sliding scale as to how you you know you support these people. You know, if they haven't been convicted of anything, do we give them a, a not a pass? But you understand, there's there's the there are different levels of, of abuse. What I'm saying is, there can there be contrition to the point of did anything that Charlie Rose that we know of rise to the level of a crime? I'm not sure that it did. His behavior was wronged. Was he correctly uh, separated from whatever it is, NPR or PBS or whatever correct. it was? Was that a correct decision on the part of PBS and NPR? I tend to think yes. Now the point is at what at what point do we at what point do we p- leave people out to and forget about them, not hear from them, mm-hmm. not I, not I, deal with them anymore? They're just we we got rid of them. They're out there. They're, so we don't have to deal with them. Matt Lauer, any any of them. I mean, it's a legitimate question to say, and now what do we do with these men that we have decided uh, that uh, they they shall be punished in some form or fashion to one degree or another for their misdeeds or is, their crimes? It is a career killer. In many cases, these crimes, you know, whether it was locking the door and doing something in your office or taking people up to your hotel room and, you know, coming out in your bathrobe, you know, or naked or something or other, Um you know, is it a quote a crime? No, but do I want I I do not believe that you know, I do believe it's a career killer for many of them. And I don't know who's gonna take a chance on Charlie Rose. You know, you can you can uh pound your chest and you know, wear a hair shirt if you like, and you can do all of that, but I'm not sure what broadcast entity is gonna take a chance on a guy. I'm not talking about a broad I'm talking about you. Oh. I'm talking about us. As human beings, how we deal. Is there no contrition? Can people make a wrong or right? Can people... I believe. I don't, people I don't be know. I'm simply asking yes. the question. I do believe in rehabilitation. I do believe in contrition and gr- giving people grace. I do believe in that. You know, I believe in, you know, not holding... Just as long as what? They don't have a TV show again? Not Well, not. I don't know if I... You know, can I forgive them? Yes. Will I forget about their, their bad behavior? Probably not. I mean, I have to be honest with you. I will forgive them for their bad behavior if they are contrite and, you know, they come out and it seems to me like a genuine, believable, gracious apology. Okay, yeah, but I'm not sure that I I won't forget about it. I may forgive them, but I don't forget about it. I'm not a grudge holder. So I I totally get the idea of forgiveness and giving people the, the grace, but I don't really... Believe in a second chance. I do believe in that, and I do believe in rehabilitation. Um, But... You know, I'm not sending my kid in there. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm. Send him in where? You know, it, it, to a private meeting with Harvey Weinstein. You know, he's not one that's apologized. Maybe that's a bad example. Well, I don't know whether you would have any control over your kid at a certain point. You certainly have a control over a 12-year-old kid 
and any parent would be stupid if they didn't accompany anybody mm-hmm. with any meeting with an adult. You would never allow your 12-year-old to have a private meeting with somebody, would you? Unless maybe it's a doctor, and then you'd have uh, you know a pre-interview. But other than that, as adults, right. you don't have any. You have no control if they say, "I'm going to go meet with Harvey Weinstein." You don't have any control. You have a voice, but you have no control. I don't have a vote. That's true. But I would certainly use my voice to, you know. Here is uh, Chris opinion. on Real Radio. Go ahead, Chris. Oh uh, yeah, you know, guys talking about all the, uh, you know, uh, Mel Gibson. Would you, you know, watch any of his movies after everything that's come out about him? My question uh, is, can you appreciate the art, and 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 with knowing that the artist is has engaged in behavior or has uh, uh, behaves in a particular way or believes in something that you might not agree with or something that you find uh, uh, incomprehensible or horrid or morally wrong? Well, I'm going with almost a flip side. I have this uh, this print of Banksy. Well-known street artist. Yeah, I know he is. That he, that uh, personally, he did, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's called the uh, the banality of the banality of evil, where he bought a very nice serene landscape uh, uh, painting, and then painted a Nazi sitting on a bench admiring it, and now it's like anyone that comes over, I have to explain. No, I don't believe in that. Uh, the fact that he made $30,000 for the homeless just by giving it back to the place he I don't think you home. should. I don't think you have to be in a position where you have to explain anything. As long as you appreciate it, that's your business and nobody else's. What, what makes you think you have to explain anything to anybody? Well, if I hang a picture on the wall well, yes. and somebody really? comes into my home and says, what's that all about? I might say, I like it, and other than that, it's none of your business. I don't have to explain anything. Just recently in the last year and a half, the political climate, what you have to deal with. Well, you might have to explain your feelings maybe in the workplace or outside of your own home. Maybe not. Right, uh, so you have people over and he has a picture of a Nazi sitting on a bench. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people will raise their eyebrows. I can totally understand why he sort of has to do a little bit of fumfering around trying to say, oh, but it's, and then you have to give the backstory and you have to talk about. I think it's all in context. Mm Mm-hmm. They say, "Hey, that's an interesting uh, picture." You say, "Yeah, I really like it." And so, you know, but if they say, "What's that all about?" Mm-hmm. Well, that's a negative right from the get-go. Right? There's a picture. I mean, of- if you're going to give me an attitude about something that I've chosen that I appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, to a, to a certain degree, it's like, well, keep it to yourself. You don't have to come back. I like it. I bought it. I put it on the wall. Right. So he has Nazi memorabilia, or you know, if people have Nazi memorabilia, they like it. It's a part of their, you know, they 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 enjoy that. I don't know, whatever. I, you know, if I walk into someone's home for a party or if I'm picking somebody up and they say, oh, come in for a second, I'll be right back. And I see that they have Nazi stuff on the wall. Um, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm, I'll say, well, what's that all about? But it would certainly give me pause next time. Well, it's yeah. not memorabilia, though. It's a, it's a Banksy painting. It's a painting. But, I, but I, since I don't know that, and if, if I even ask about it, I, I, I feel like I'm being, you know, accusatory or something, you know, there's a way of asking, of course, but, you know, do I actually say, I, I noticed the, the Nazi guy on the wall? You know, what what is that? And if I said, you know, that's a Banksy, you know, well, I found I, it. Tell me about that. Well, it's a Banksy, and he's an artist, and he's a street artist, and this and that, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then you could decide for yourself, but I mean. Yeah. 
And there is a difference between exactly memorabilia and oh, what sure. consider. I mean, there are people out there who uh, buy World War II or Third Reich items and as collectors. I don't quite get it, but, you know, there are collectors who might, you know, collect beetles. I might not get that either. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio! 104.1 Oh, yeah. Good song. Was that about four years old, five years old? Yeah, about right? that. No, it's probably ten. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think you'd be surprised. That somehow, whenever I hear when songs came out, I'm like, that long ago? Four or five? I'll go yeah, four or five. I think it, I think it's four or five. It was the first time I they opened up for uh, Twenty One Pilots when I saw them. They yeah. put, this was their hit at the time. We were in the other studio. I'm talking two years ago. Oh, it's more than two uh, years ago. We've been ago. in this studio two years, so I would wow. say three years ago, 2015. It's three, four, because I remember listening to this song when I took that paddleboard that you now own over to, to Dinky Dock. <laughs> Some research. And they played it every single answer. morning at the same time, of course, so, when I wasn't listening to the Monsters. And I heard that song. 2014. So I'll go 2015. Any think, other guesses? We're, what are we, in 2018? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going 2014. That's a, probably I think a good it's guess. 12. I'm going 2014. Moyers is 2012. This is Echo Smith. Cool kids. What do you got? Came out in what year, Pinkman? Oh, buddy. 2013. Ah, I'll take it. Wait, you said 2012. You said, I don't. I'm one off. Yeah, yeah I said 2014. Oh, I'll share with you. Good. Okay, I'll, I like it. I get half a point. I'm happy with that. Yeah, but it was on the cusp, but it was closer to 14. Yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Here is uh, <laughs> Jay. You're on Real Radio. Jay, go ahead. Hey, Jim. Hi. Hey, man, back in the day, uh, Danny Kay used to make a lot of appearances on the Cosby Show. Do you think he knew anything about Bill Cosby? Oh, I have time? no idea. Or if any of the, any of the actors who worked with him. I don't know whether, you know, Robert Culp, you know, when they, what was the name of that show? That I Spy. I Spy yeah. Who knows? I mean, I always say, and I believe this. By and large, we don't know anything about anybody behind closed doors. We don't know anything about anybody in their private lives. We really don't. What they're up to, what their fantasies are, what their desires are, what you know, what they do. Yeah. We just don't. Yeah. They had some super funny bits when they were in that dentist office. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think, you know, I mean, you see it on the news all the time. And I, I've said this for years and years and years. 
I'm going to tell you, some of these, uh, and, and the neighbors, oh, my God, we, he was the nicest guy. Yeah, yeah right. He just minded they his never own knew. business. Right. And every once in a while, a little bit of a temper. But my, we're, we're so surprised that you hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that guy in Ohio that had the three girls locked up in his basement or whatever. Yeah, what a great guy. He was a great guy. He helped everybody. He was always nice. Mm-hmm. He jumped in my car last yeah, week. mowed the lawn, sure. the old lady's lawn down the street. It was just, yeah, jumped the car, you know. He's always... Mm-hmm. You know, every once in a while, I come out rattle some chains or whatever. So what that's all about, but you know, creepy. You know, or yeah. I drive by and he kind of waves some handcuffs around. So yeah, everybody's got that? their thing. Oh, rattle Woo-hoo. some chains, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Scrooge. Jacob Marley. Screw <laughs> link by link, link and yard by yard. You well. made me wanna. <laughs> yeah, link by link and yard by yard. That's right. Here's Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello. Hello, love. How are you? And you're absolutely splendid in yourself. That's lovely. You know, it's a beautiful day. You know, I had the weather in the other day. Just say, it's like San Diego. Though. I've never been to San Diego. Sounds like... Uh, I trust... What? I trust the weather people around here. Terry Thomas. Uh, uh, he did sound like Terry Thomas. He sounded like... Uh, um, oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Oh man, Anthony yeah, Newley. Baby. Anthony yeah. Newley. Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers. That's who you sounded like. like oh, do I, baby? You do like that's Austin I Powers. I am Austin Powers. What? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, today, actually, and it, it's a shame. Can you imagine back in the day, Jim? Uh, during the, I don't know if you ever went to Cheat to Cheat at the Villanova. Tell me you did. Oh, I know I did. <laughs> I, re- I remember Cheek to Cheek oh my God, yes. at the Villanova, yeah, but I, I never went. I did all the stage lighting for the, the shows that went through, through in there. It was a big treat. It was an old nightclub here in Orlando before right. Orlando was still. Right across from what's now the Winter Park Village. Can you imagine right. if we had Twitter back in the day? Oof. Tell me it wouldn't be a hell of a movie. And, and I was going back to where we are quick to criticize because now of Twitter. What about Rock Hudson? How many movies did he make before somebody ostracized him for being gay? You know? Well, he's in all those Doris Day movies. I mean, they were the right. beautiful couple. I mean, nobody nobody knew. Well, I Everything shouldn't say nobody knew. Some, some people. people knew. But it was a kept a secret, and he kept it a secret because, uh, you know, it wasn't a time uh, or age when... When people who were gay would come out, I mean, they would be, his career, his life would essentially be over with. Mm-hmm. Twitter has exponentially increased this criticism that we're able to give now. I talked about this uh, yesterday with uh, with Wansi um, and Doug. Uh, there's a great article by Frank Bruni, who's a columnist, gay columnist, not that that means anything, with the New York Times, and he wrote a great article over the weekend about you know how being gay has lost its. It's just uh, part of it's name. just part of the mainstream now. And I was asking Wansi and Doug, I mean, do you lose a sense of identity because it's it's no longer, hey, I'm gay. Taboo, right. You know, we got our club, we're all together. There was a sense there was more quite possibly a more a sense of identity mm-hmm. than there is now being gay. You know, it used exactly. to be, you know, that you know, some of some, some, some of my friends, a rental car. I actually yeah. know some gay people. It used to be like that. It's not like that anymore. It's, it's a gay, so what? Big deal. I've observed a phenomenon where I work. They have refurbished the building to be the 
Church of Scientology. Now, I have no idea what Scientology is. I have no idea. But they have refurbished this building in two months. Really? And it is the most remarkable, quick fix, ready for church Scientology building I've ever seen. It's off, off of Lake Eleanor. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. And it, but I, doesn't I interest know. me in the slightest. What is, what is that all about? But Scientology? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't get. I don't pay a lot of attention but, to know, any uh, organized religion or faith. It just doesn't. You know, if you hear agnostics and uh, and atheists talking about uh, religion, they really haven't gotten into their uh, into their uh, non belief very well. Because most atheists, they don't give it the time of day. It just doesn't interest them to talk about it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Got to check out the news right now. He's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A security guard in Los Angeles was ambushed and tied up after a woman in short shorts distracted him. The people that ambushed him burglarized a multi-million-dollar home. The old short shorts distraction gets them every time. Next, a police canine won't get into the police car without a belly rub. Boy, this guy is hard to work with. But gosh darn it, if he isn't the finest damn officer I've ever seen. Finally, Hallmark is set to release 34 new Christmas movie this year. I'm sure at least 30 of them will star Melissa Joan Hart and Tom Cavanaugh. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From the... Looking the world straight in the eye But it's hard to tell what is real So I laugh when I want to cry Cause it's the only way to get by There's just no answer Whoa! Just a series of lies uh, Let's play some uh, PPT, what do you say? Get this underway. Don't sound so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like, oh, like, like, like come on, man, let's drive home. You gotta, you gotta, drive you gotta. Home, what is drive home is just another song. No, drive home is when no. somebody when when I mean drive home, I mean what music where somebody loosens their tie, rolls down the window, lights another cigarette, and off they go. Again, you gotta have a beat. You gotta, you gotta, gotta have, have a rhythm. Gotta have some toe tapping going on. That's not toe tapping. Nope, that forces you to talk more. Oh, my. All right, let's play some PPT for crying out loud. My God almighty. What's the prize? Oh, ratings are my. good when it gets worked up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no, that's a, true. A pair of tickets to see Jim Norton at the Hard Rock Live this Friday. Uh, tickets are on sale now. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right, which one is that? I get him confused with the guy that's got the puppet. No, it's no, not. No, no, I'm just Jeff asking. Dunham. All right, don't jump on me. <laughs> easy, <laughs> that's, easy. That's Jeff Dunham. Okay. Sounds uh, like is he funny? He's Jim so Norton, funny. Jim Norton is hysterical. He's hilarious. Ball comedian. Very funny. Used was to on, be fat. Uh, was on with the Monsters today and will probably be in studio on Friday. Funnier than Bill Burr? Or just different? Yeah. Different. Because I'm a big caliber. Bill Burr fan. Definitely edgy. Yeah. Same caliber of funny. Oh, different really? style. What's his name? Jim Norton. Norton. 
Norton. Norton. He, he is very edgy. Norton, pal. Norton. So edgy, you might Norton, get cut. Norton, if you... How would you like... Easy. Yeah, I know. Oh, Still a great routine. Go back and play that song again. Please don't. Oh, God. No. Please don't. He's already twitching. What are you doing? All right, here's Mark. You ready to play, Mark? Let's play. Oh. Mark, pick a person, a place, or a thing. How about a place today, Jim? How about a place, Mark? Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Mm-hmm. What is this place? Aristotle wrote about this place in his book, Meteorology. I don't know whether I believe this, <laughs> but it says Aristotle wrote about this place in his book, Meteorology. Mm. Sir, okay, if you I'll get come. this, if you get this, you're going, you'll have to talk for 10 minutes straight because I'm going to have to fill some time. What? What is this place? Um, Constantinople. Constant Istanbul or Constantinople? Not cons, it's sort of the same, sir. Don't let <laughs> it's your final answer. Sorry, it's not Constantinople. You know the answer, Mo? Absolutely not. Any idea? Well, let's go to let's, clue number let two. Let me hear the clue again. All right. Aristotle wrote about this place in his book, Meteorology. I Not a clue. Here's Kathy. Clue number two, Kathy. Here we go. Uh-huh. Though first discovered by the Russians, well, this is a good clue, Norwegians were the first to step foot on this place. Huh. That's a good clue. Um, is it Greenland? Greenland. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, it's not Greenland. Nice try, though. Ooh. I think that's what everybody might have been thinking. Greenland. Mm. No? I was thinking it. Were you? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Greenland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, in Istanbul. It Here was... we go, John. Clue number three. This place has more visitors than permanent residents. Uh, I'm going to say Iceland. Iceland, he says. That's your final answer? Final. No, I'm sorry. It's not Iceland. It's not Greenland. Not Iceland. You know, the Vikings. That's what people are thinking. In yeah. fact, named Greenland Greenland because they didn't want everyone to know that Iceland was, in fact, the nicer island. Mm. Points. Here we go. Oh, interesting. Yep. Move into the giveaway clues now. Yeah. Steve, ready to play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go, then. All right. Okay. Clue number four. Rowold Amundsen took the pole position to beat Robert Scott in a famous 1911 race here. Uh, the North Pole or what? The North Pole, you say? That's your final answer? Yeah. No, sorry, it's not the North Pole. Good guess. Let's go to Phil. Is it? Well, mm-hmm. What's the matter, Mo? Wait that, a minute, hold on there, Phil. Well, Pinkman said good guess, and I'm like, is it really a good guess, North Pole? Was that a good guess? He said that to everybody. Am I not allowed... To make him feel better about his bad guess. Now, that, now it's a bad guess. That was yeah, a good but guess. he was lying. He's naturally conditioned to lie to make people feel better. Especially in relationships. He has a big heart. He just wants everybody to feel good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Here's Phil. Ready, Phil? Yes, sir. After that casket closing music, I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're really doing it. Thank you, sir. I needed that help. I appreciate that. <laughs> Clue number five. I think this is a giveaway, Phil. Talk about the Deep South. You've literally got to travel to the ends of the earth only to freeze your buns off. What is this place I'm speaking of? I'll give you all the clues. 
because I need to eat up some time. Mm-mm. Clue number one, Aristotle wrote about this place in his book, Meteorology. Though first discovered by the Russians, Norwegians were first to step foot on this place. This place has more visitors than permanent residents. Raoul Amundsen took the pole position to beat Robert Scott in a famous 1911 race here. Your clue, clue number five, talk about the Deep South. You've literally got to travel to the ends of the earth only to freeze your buns off. What is this place I speak of? Uh, South Pole, as cold as Kim Jong-il's heart. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. You're correct, sir. Antarctica. (laughs) Oh, yeah. See, so North Pole wasn't a terrible guess. I don't get this. Aristotle wrote about this place. How could Aristotle write about this place? Mm-mm. Let's see. Well, maybe Aristotle. in his imagination, right? Aristotle wrote about this place in his book, Meteorology. Really? Well, that's what it says, and Brad doesn't, you know. He doesn't lie. No. Uh-huh. All right. Discovered by the Russians, Norwegians, the first to step foot on this place. I think it was Norwegian explorers. I've been on that cruise ship. This place has more visitors <laughs> than permanent residents. I can see that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Amundsen took the pole position to beat Robert uh, Scott in a race to the South Pole in 1911. And talk about the Deep South, blah, 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 blah. You have to travel to the ends deep of the South, earth. Deep South, that's deep. There you deep. go. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, sure. So Aristotle had postulated a symmetry of the earth, which meant that there would be equally habitable lands south of the known world. The Greeks suggested that these two hemispheres, north and south, were divided by a belt of fire due to the general observation that the climate got warmer and warmer the further south someone traveled. And no Europeans had yet gone past the equator. Interesting. Reading in the science section in the New York Times a few weeks ago that Africa is splitting in two. How's that? Tectonic plates, baby. I bet I don't know if it's north, south, or east, east, west, and I don't know where. Pieces are coming apart? Yeah. The continent is splitting. I don't think we have to worry about it too much. Ooh, we should always worry about it. It's our—it's the only earth we've got. I suppose, but I don't know there's much we can do about it. I think there's something we might be able to do about uh, about birds. Split, I think, keeping Afri- Africa together might be beyond our control. Yeah. Remember Pangea, how well that worked out? Well, no, bungee cords. What yeah. about Pangea? It was all the continents were just one landmass, and mm-hmm. then slowly over time, tectonic plates shifted and Pangaea split apart into the modern day continents you see today. What's to stop them from spreading out even further? I think that's a good well, idea. Bungee, bungee cords. cords. We didn't have bungee cords yeah. back then. Maybe you wrap them tech. around trees on each side, <laughs> that's going nowhere. Hold them in there. I think we have to hold Africa together. Yeah, it's our it responsibility. It gives you a little bit of the play in case of earthquake. Is it good. our responsibility it's or all, is it yes. Africans' responsibility? No, 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 no. Think about it. If it floats over here, it's going to mess with our you know, uh, beach break. How much nation surfing. building can we be involved in? <laughs> We're not literal, the world's police. Literal We're not building. the world's bungee people. I thought you said I we think, had a responsibility. Right? The more I think about it. <laughs> They're does, your people. They are my people. Does That's Afri- why I, I changed my mind back. I've got we to do to, that. To I've got to do that tonight. My wife said, you know, once you give that uh, that DNA, yeah, they own your DNA. Yep. They got oh. your DNA and they yep. can sell it. To, they can sell that information. They can so use that information. Well, I know, but at what price? Can we stand for nothing, Mo? Can we stand for anything anymore? I know. I would do it in an instant. I'm thinking about it. I'm dying on though. 
you could be South Saharan African. Except I heard uh, no, somebody being interviewed uh, last night, and uh, she got her DNA swabbed by three different companies, and they all came up with different information about oh, no. where, <laughs> where her ancestors came from uh-huh. or where she came from. So there wasn't any overlap? I didn't get that. Oh, far. all right. Oh, I gotta take this call. No, you don't. I got to take no, this no, call. No, no, take it. We're getting ready to take it. I gotta you take gotta this call. I have minutes. to take it. Put it on speaker. Yes, do it. Let's no, hear I can't. It. Oh, come oh, on. I tell him I said hi. This is call ended. Son of a gun. That was a very important call. I wanted you to take it. It's That's mo. Just, it all had to do with that present I was gonna get all three of you. Uh, now it's the deal's oh, gone. Oh. Wouldn't be the first time most screwed the pooch no, on that. That isn't true. I didn't screw the pooch on that. I did, or any of those. Yeah, gifts. remember the last time he was gonna get us a cool present and then didn't because of something you said. I had Too a great deal. I had a great deal for all of us to replicate the Lewis and Clark expedition. Yeah. And now Ooh. it's gone. Well, thanks for nothing. That would have been the dr- trip of a lifetime. Way to Learn go. How to, how to, you know, lead some horses or oxen with a Conestoga wagon. Mm-hmm. Come on. How was that yeah. fun? Nice going, Sacagawea. <laughs> I don't think I would enjoy that, that much. Fun? I don't think that's you fun. You circle the wagons at night. Oh, boy. Mm. You have a campfire and you sing songs. You're singing songs? I'm not singing any See? songs. See? All right, so how is that fun? I know. I'm going to the motel whatever down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can... Stay. Yeah, see, circle the wagons yeah. is all on us. Tie the I... bonnet on your head a little tighter. <laughs> no. Churn, Too scary. Churn some butter. <laughs> no, thank you. Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> And not it, until you said it. Oh, see. It is when you're on that old dusty trail. Hey, I don't have much else to do. Churn that butter, will you? You can only play so many harmonica songs. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, you I ever picked so up that damn lonely. harmonica? How about uh, churn a little butter? Stop it. You need to work? Stop it. Now, stop it right now. You. Stop it right now. Yeah, I got through shooting the horses. And shooting horses? Shooing the horses. Oh, and like, what the fixing the Fixing the wagon wheel. You know what I'm saying? Time to maybe hey, hey. churn a little butter. Don't make that motion. It's not nice. <laughs> That's how you churn butter, Mom. All right. Well, really. You, you, you should, should remember. You should know by now. Thank <laughs> oh, God. Mm. No wonder why George is so angry. We are He's doing it wrong. What we else have you got? a lot of butter in our house. Just saying. <laughs> Jim, it's Ew. time to thank a teacher. Whoa. Teacher Appreciation Week starts May 7th. However, don't wait for that because we have your chance to give a mega thank you to your kid's teacher on our website, realradio.fm slash teacher, and nominate your kid's teacher to win $50 in Tijuana Flats bucks to enjoy the Megawana menu. Tijuana Flats, home of the Megawana menu, giant tacos, burritos, and bowls. Tijuana Flats, eat fearlessly, live outrageously, and you can nominate your kid's teacher today. Go to our website, realradio.fm slash teacher. Now, Mo was a teacher for a while. What? And uh, did you ever give any thought to becoming a teacher, Pinkman? Yes. Did you really? Is it your mother a teacher? She is. I love them all. All I'm telling you. Bless them. That's, That's hard work. Jack, what about yes. you? Did you ever give? I thought about any... it. I thought about it too a little bit. My oldest daughter, who's it was now the, the children that really turned me off. That's true. You don't like kids. That's probably a bad <laughs> idea for you. Yeah, it's like yeah. after you're on kids all day. Yeah, jeez, ah. man, a lot. I don't think I'm I, around I, the three of you. Hey, I think maybe <laughs> elementary school or high school, but that middle school experience, no, oh, thank those you. Hormonal jerks. Oh. 
I think elementary school, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, maybe. And eh, not the sixth because they're already going to go to go to middle school. Well, they're already in middle school. Yeah. Right here. Well, okay, fourth or fifth, yeah, maybe, huh? Well, but if you're well, middle school, for- seventh and eighth—that's the worst. Oh, worst. I think seventh is the worst. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen Agreed. years old. Good night, nurse. No yeah. thanks. Six, you know, because sixth grade, they first have this freedom of going class to class. You're out of elementary school, in middle school, they go class to class, have to carry their thing. So they have this new freedom in between classes. They And new kids coming to a school, they're creating these cliques and discovering yeah. how mean they can be to other human See, beings. This is Especially why I'm proposing that we bring back child labor. I think when they're 13, 14, 15, maybe even going into 16, we ought to be able to send them to the mills or the mines. And uh, about, you know they come out with a better understanding of, of what an, how important an education is. How about they clean the schools? Maybe John McCain had a point. Yeah, clap the erasers. I've and always clean been a big fan of that idea. Yeah, can you straighten out the desk a little bit? Boys and girls can at least get the desks. Don't they do that and in if Japan? You can, if you can do that, then you can mop the floors. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a what? Uh, class. Nightmare. Uh, not. I don't mean a school classroom nightmare, but I mean uh, socioeconomic. Now everybody's got to do it. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, sure. Even everybody. That, that rich everybody. Kid, even your kids. That rich yeah. kid from the Springs is not mopping floors. Oh yeah, but the my school from, he is. The kid, you know, the uh, Sanford kid. Can we go down to the, the well and get a pail of water. <laughs> no. Whitewash the fence. No. Mm-mm. Oh, Becky. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it was a Tom Sawyer. Never mind. And we read books. We know. Yeah, sure. Call me (laughs) Jack hasn't read a book since 1974. Bobby Dick, points. Let's get out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much. Busy day tomorrow starting at 3 right after Sean the News Junkie with Sabrina and Celia. And they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.